everybody in here in a pretty good mood. Audience of one pulled the genius move, walked in with breakfast food. So I've seen smiles on faces. He's got energy, too. We might all have to walk out of here and just let him complete the show. Chewy got a mouthful, but that's okay. He didn't have to talk right now. I'm just going to introduce him. He's looking fly for a white guy. Uh, he's got. He's throwing on his uh, Ralph Lauren Polo Waffle Long Sleeve Tee. That's right. That's that hill figure. And uh, lady, that's, he's the kind of guy you and I. He looks huggable right now. Is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I try to stay there. That's he's the man from Thrall that can do it all. He was uh, all state player on his five versus five team or something. That's I don't know what. I don't know what the hell you had over there. Smoke them all. When he says smoke them all, he means uh, cigarettes, pipes, whatever. Still loves to throw some fists and them bows in the ring. And he makes us smile in here every single day. He is our connection to the community. Ladies and gentlemen, do me a favor. You put your hands together for the hardest working man in show business, Mr. Chewy. Elder. Thank you so much. So, so much. I realized before I introduce you, I completely forgot something. There we go, baby. The sound that means it's Friday, friends. We got a pretty much a full house. Oh, I'm seeing all kinds of faces in here. I think we got a full house of interns as well. It's beautiful. I love it. Uh, the man to mind. Oh, you don't left. have to introduce me. We can move on. We had the jumbo hot tub. <clears throat> he's got a Just beard. Saying, Matt, he's done whatever, a show yeah. before. They know who I am. Uh, Matt Beard. Everybody knows who I am, baby. Needs no introduction. And by everybody, I mean Austin Electric, Texas Gas. Uh, now Maxwell. Can I say, well, I guess it's because I live in an apartment, but, you know, when I was younger, I thought electricity would would be a lot more. A lot more? A lot exp- more expensive, yeah. And I think it's because I heard house expenses. Yeah, what? Apartment what you, electricity is pretty sweet. What are you paying right now for your electricity? Bro, your- I blast it constantly, and it's like 110 in a month. If I get crazy, but and how much in there is how much of your bill then? I mean, when you say one ten, that not all that is electric. Some of that is for street sweeping and whatever. Or do you have to pay any of that? Uh, water, I don't know. wastewater, I, all that. Do you look at your bill, or I you just look at the bottom of, line? I don't look at the autom- itemized thing. No. Oh. Um, I should though. Yeah, I'm. I over the summer I was paying four hundred. Bam. That w- with the uh, once the it got so hot and all that. Yeah. And then I got kids who think that showers are supposed to be like playtime mm-hmm. like ah <laughs> is this a water park and they're not even washing themselves no. they're just sitting there they're playing with toys oh I'm gonna make a boat float around in the tub but that was the weird kid logic I mean we talk about girl math and boy math but kid logic what on, is, on is the dumbest is the dumbest thing ever no I mean 
you're going to sit there wasting time when you could have been washing yourself and having fun, and then the shower took forever that you didn't even want to be that you didn't, That's the thing I don't get. If I tell my son, hey, it's time to take a shower, it's almost like I've said, hey, I need you to come here. I need you to go to the kitchen, mm-hmm. pick out any knife or a spoon. Actually, pick out a spoon, a grapefruit spoon. Come here, and I'm actually going to carve your wang off with that spoon. Mm-hmm. That's what it's it, when I see his face mm-hmm. after I've said, hey, it's, hey, it's bath time. That's what it looks like. And I can see any just morose. Oh my God! How could you possibly ask me to take it? Sh- to me, the most enjoyable thing in life is a hot shower. It's the only thing I like. Ugh. Nobody's supposed to bother me. Generally, I can get in there and just get alone. I can get some thinking done. I like it boiling too. It's the only time something warm touches my skin anymore. I just don't even remember why I didn't like showers. Like, was it just boring? I, it's weird that I wouldn't like getting wet or something. Was it the names you were called as a child? Maybe. I don't know. I don't I don't understand. I, mean, I, can, I can remember fighting with my mother when she was like, you have to come and take a shower. And I was like, no. And now it's all I want to do. I mean, if you're worried about bills, then just well, everybody see, shower I, together. We do. Oh. That's what I'm saying is I can't get my son out of there after a while. And I'm like, hey, it's time for us to get out. Everyone's dried off already. Yeah. There's probably families that do that. I'm sure. He's tall enough that, you know, the shower hits my head, the body the water runs down, and it runs off my dangle, and that's that and then it runs and then that's he washes his hair under that. I wanna be a penny pincher like that. I started following these coupon Instagram pages and they tell you like, Oh, you can go to the dollar store and get this and this and this and it's four dollars. Do you know that when I'm doing odd of the nod and looking up stories for that? Yeah. At least, and I don't do them anymore because it's boring. But at least once a quarter, there's a story about a person who lived like in an apartment, yeah, uh, or lived on the streets, who then dies and leaves sixteen million dollars to the local library, or whatever. That just penny pinched, lived in a hovel, yeah, uh, ate uh, beanie weenie and refried beans out of a can. Never spent any money and then just saved up multiple millions of dollars and then leaves it to the city or leaves it to like a kid's charity or something. I guess that's good. Is it? I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that. That's a lot of mix of emotions because at the end there's, you know, under fortunate children, underprivileged children. I like under fortunate. Under fortunate. <laughs> <laughs> I like that better. Home for the underfortunate. Children's of misfortune sounds pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't get what's going on with the, with the, the showers and all that and uh, in the amount of money we're spending. It's ridiculous. I, if you had told, I would have never imagined that, a little, that an electric bill would be over 150 when I was younger. I would have thought that's, that's the most expensive it could possibly be. Rent's the only one that's the killer right now. I know all the other bills, it's like, yeah. Mm, no, I'm going to say it's the collection of all the bills that is the killer right now. Yeah. And we don't have, you know, I, you know me and how I live my life. You know, it's not like I have uh, car payments and all the other, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can't. I don't have a ton of extra bills anywhere. I mean, there That's is good. The, the phone. That's smart. The electricity. No, it's not. You need to be in debt and start building more credit and stuff. That is that is a shocking thing for you. To, and that's because you're inside, you're inside the matrix, bro. I guess so. You don't need to be in debt and building credit. If you're a guy that just, you know, puts money in his mattress and works and blah, 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 you don't have a ton of credit. There's no going to get a giant loan. What you need? Huh? Well, then great. Pay for everything in cash. You'll be fine with it. Mm. 
What do you, do you know what your credit score is? I don't know. I'm sure it's embarrassing. All right, you sh- I've got a couple of dings back in my mid twenties. They're probably off there by now. <clears throat> They'll roll off after a while. You've had a car payment. Are you? Already- I paid off two cars. That is true. Car, dude, car is one of the best things to, to grow your credit. Could be my saving grace. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know anything about finance. Have you ever owed your dealer, or do you pay him off every every month? I owe him twenty dollars right now. Okay, that, that's gonna he's gonna ding you. He'll report you to one of the one do of the they? agencies. Yeah, is it FICA? Is yeah, that what he reports? Yeah, the, the your your weed with dealer will report you, and uh, and that's where most people get the biggest dings. So you probably have a four twenty credit score. I want to hear. I wish people could call in and tell to make me feel better. What's What's the lowest credit score? What is what? What's the lowest? Yeah, I mean, like, not, I think it's three eighty. Not isn't possible. It? I think it's three eighty. Like, if you've had bankruptcies and stuff like that, which is weird. Why wouldn't it just be zero, right? But we should have a contest for like I don't know a hundred dollar Visa card. What is your credit score, and the lowest one gets that card? Uh, the lowest score is three hundred. That's it. it? I want there to be like a five or something. Yeah. Now the lowest uh, I've ever had uh, was like a five hundred. Damn. That's when I decided to actually start growing up. I remember I going and good. checking my credit and pulling it and saying, I need to grow up. I need to do something with my life. I was 30. <sighs> Don't say my age. I think I was 34. And I was like, I got to grow up. I'm a late bloomer. Are you? I think all guys are late bloomers. If you're a single dude and there's nobody nagging you, you are a late bloomer. I think I need to start watching some Andrew Tate. That's what you need to do. And become a man. That's what you need to do. That should work out for you. Um, yeah, I, I don't know where I'm going now. Um, but uh, yeah, we should do that as a for a show bit. We should uh, we should pull your credit score. But you can get it up really quickly. <laughs> I'd rather like get naked or something. That sounds. Oh, it sounds more uh, embarrassing, more exposing. It's to talk about your credit score. Let me check it first. I've been trying. I can't get through to that Caleb kid. I really want him so badly to to come on air and talk to us. I I would do that. I wouldn't be embarrassed. I think they would. I don't know who would be embarrassed about my situation, but not me. Let's do this. This has a good rock sound and it feels good. Let's do this, folks. It's an early Friday morning. Friday morning house party. Uh, Sawyer Stull coming in at 8.20. At 9 o'clock this morning, I think one of the best stand-up comedians working today, Chad Daniels, is going to join us just to come hang out. He's not even doing a show in the town. He just called and said, you're one of my favorite shows. Can I come hang out? And I said, oh, well, of course you can. These are 25, the seven dates that never actually happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know that sounds intriguing, and I'll explain. 11 days in September of 1752 never happened in America. Most infamous stretch of missing days in human history didn't happen all at once, but instead it spread around the globe in stages. October 1582, Pope Gregory VIII instituted the Gregorian calendar. Can Familiar? they still do that? They were the Vatican and they kind of ran the Western world hmm. and they could do whatever they want to. I mean, like, the Mayans didn't change their calendar. Uh, Chinese didn't change their calendar, right? I mean, when it's written in stone, it's kind of like, let's just go with this. I'm not going to... Basically, if you lived in a Catholic country, you were going to use a new, a brand new 
calendar. You've heard of the Gregorian calendar before, haven't you? Yes. That's the calendar you use today. And that was instituted by Pope Gregory VIII. Not Pope Gregory VII, who didn't even try. That guy missed all kinds of dates. What did we have before that? Is there a, like a... Before that? The Julian calendar, I believe, is what we used. Oh. Seriously, the Julian calendar, which would have been the calendar made under the Romans. Uh, before that was the Marie calendar. I'm going to allow it, but I'm mad that you... I Generally, I try to sn- sniff these out and suss them out before I get there. I love Marie Calendar. Uh, Catholic kingdoms such as France and Spain, who had followed the Julian calendar, needed to skip forward 10 days in order to catch up from October 5th to the 14th. Protestant England was aware of all things related to the Catholic Church, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so they waited. And eventually the American colonies opted out until 170 years later. And they waited so long. Um, they needed to skip 11 days to be in sync with the Gregorian calendar. So September 2nd, uh, everybody falls asleep on September 2nd of 1752. Mm-hmm. When they wake up the next day, it's September 14th. It's completely skipped September 11th. So the, everything I did there, it, like if let's say I committed a crime there, would that be gone? Well, how would you have committed a crime there? I mean, all they did was just change the date the next day. They didn't just suddenly zip through all those days. They didn't have that power. So it's just, it never, it was just a number change. Like our... I mean, some some days you go to sleep on February 28th and the next day it's March 1st. Some days you go to sleep on February 28th and the next day it's February 29th, right? Yeah. It's the same kind of concept. We don't need any of that anymore. Well, we kind of do. By staying on a similar calendar, it really helps promote business. I think with climate change, we should fast forward some days or add some or something. Fast forward or add some? Is there a reason behind it or you well, just like I mean, the idea? Longer winters, hotter summers. Let's make a new month. It's going to be can hotter. I, can I talk to you about something real quick? And maybe have an actual truck month. Do you understand that if we change the calendar, we cannot change the seasons that's not happening that has nothing to do with the calendar the seasons are changing because of climate that's you longer summers but you can't shorten them by just by taking the day out of the calendar but those summer nights (laughs) i love you being an idiot i know i'm sorry uh february 30th has never ever happened except for one time in sweden February's already been always been a short month. Tradition dates back to the Roman times, which is why there's never even been a February 30th, except for in Sweden in 1712. Rest of Europe slowly hopping on the Gregorian bandwagon. Remember we talked about the Gregorian mm-hmm. calendar, oh, I don't know, a minute ago? Mm-hmm. So when Sweden decided to take a different approach, instead of lopping off a stretch of days all at once, the Swedes decided to simply ignore all the leap years between 1700 and 1740, slowly bringing their calendar in line with the Gregorian one. Now, imagine there's a time where you're doing international commerce and all that. Now, obviously, the 1700s is not to the same extent we're doing it right now. But you know how weird it is when you do time changes and then you, there's like one state that doesn't do the time change? And Yeah, isn't that New Mexico here? Or yeah, uh, Arizona. Arizona. And it feels weird when you go over there and chat with them and they're like, oh, wait, what time is it? Huh? Are you trying to get some delivery? Or you know how when we're trying to book a phone call with an act and it's like usually a comic and they're stoner and they don't understand that there's different time zones everywhere? Mm-hmm. 
But imagine just being different days altogether. Like you just uh, your calendar's off by a couple days. Are there no? Well, I don't know. Are there no what? I mean, everywhere goes by the Gregorian calendar. Everybody's aware of that calendar now. So, like, you know how Chinese have their own New Year because they have their own calendar? Yeah. But they also are aware of and utilize the Gregorian calendar. Hmm. Anybody who's dealing with any kind of international trade defaults to Gregorian calendar. Okay. You said that like you don't believe me. No, I mean, it makes sense. If we've got a trade, we need to be on the same time. Internationally, thank you very much. You know how, so, like you and your dealer, you set your watches. We do. France technically lost thirteen years at the end of the eighteenth century. One of the most radical experiments in modern calend- calendrical history was the revolutionary uh, a- in France. It instituted the Republican calendar on October twenty fourth, seventeen ninety three. The Republican calendar? Yeah, are you familiar with... uh, Do you know why that would have happened in 1793? Do you know what was happening? (sighs) See, the answer to 1984 is 1776. And that that was 1783? No. The Brumaire calendar was uh, instituted. It was renumbered to honor the late uh, French Republic... And, uh, yeah, France stuck with that and tried it out. Uh, Napoleon basically said, you guys were being idiots. And uh, he flipped it back to the Gregorian calendar. Hmm. Yeah. But but things that happened during that time in France, like if you're in school learning in France, mm-hmm. all the time you're spending not learning how to shave your armpits is spent uh, learning those dates. Like the coup of 18 Brumaire in year seven. Hmm, I like it. I like just learn. I can't comment on these because I'm like learning right now. And I, I'm sorry know. that's happening. You want me to stop that? No, it's just it's a new sensation, and I'd really like to know how time and everything started. Well, I know there are a lot of people out there who I and I don't know how it's happened because throughout the 1950s, 60s, 70s, 80s, bit of the 90s, the biggest enemy of this country was uh, the former Soviet Union. And people had a, hate those guys. Well, you're in like a minority now because for some reason, I guess maybe social media. So many Americans seem to be like huge stands for Russia now. I watch Rocky Four every day. For 11 years, the Soviet Union had no weekends. Yeah, is we- that? <laughs> There's a joke somewhere there, right? Sure. You want to find it? No. Okay. Thank you. I haven't been good at it. Uh, a lot of people in the Americas talk about, hey, we need to we need to extend we need to extend our vacations. I mean, our, our weekends, right? We should have a three day we should have three day weekends. Um, back in the Stalin area, Soviet Union, um, September 29th, nineteen twenty nine, Soviet workers experienced the last weekend for the next eleven years. Um, even back then, though, the weekend was only one day. It was Sunday, and uh, then they they the Sabbath the, the Sabbath, except they didn't have a Sabbath because they had tossed aside religion. Um, their revolutionary zeal had led the Soviet thinkers to establish the continuous work week, which had a five-day week with no weekends. Hmm. Now, it didn't mean that everybody worked forever. It just meant that 80% of the workforce went to their jobs. 20% of the workforce would take a day of rest. And that way they said, hey, that way we're keeping the factories going at all times. We are the workers, and we will. We are going to overcome everything by working our way out of this. 
I know. You sound like some real pain Stay in the ass. Sound, that sounds terrible, dude. Sounds horrendous. Hmm. Jack wagons. I didn't well, that was all interesting. Well, there you go. Those are some dates that didn't happen. Sorry if I made people out there learn. That's it was not. I promise you that was not my. I intention. had to think a lot. It's seven. Uh, you mind if I crack a song? We don't. Where we usually don't crack a song. As long as it's ZZ Top. Tush. Absolutely no surprise. Uh, uh, scientists have, have done one of those studies that they don't need to do. Uh, but just to confirm what we already knew, we'll get into that. Um, it's uh, Mornings with Matt and Bob. We're powered by Chewy. By the way, tickets are on sale for our next live podcast. Um, I haven't seen um, an update, but yesterday when we were leaving the show, about an hour in, I think there was a about a third of the tickets left. I think we're around maybe a hundred of the tickets left. Um, and I don't know what happened through the rest of the day. I think I still see that they're on sale, so that means maybe they're not sold out. But uh, if it's payday or whatever, you may not want to dally. These ones are going a little faster than last time. So just adds up. It's payday. Uh, let's get into this. Uh, scientists have done some studying, and it turns out that, and this is really going to stun you, but uh, it turns out that popularity trumps compatibility on dating apps. Well... What does it mean by popularity? It, like you look like you have a lot of friends, because um, then that's just validation, and I might agree. Well, with the that algorithm will feed. The algorithm knows who to feed people to, and it's not the algorithm is not really feeding people. It's you know how you put in information about yourself. Yeah. Uh, on a Match like, or Tinder, mm-hmm. I like. It's this not song. really using any of that. Um. What so it's, it's just going by basic algorithm of... The algorithm basically is saying, who's getting swiped the correct direction the most? And if, if, you're, if you're attractive, you're getting fed to more accounts. Oh, no wonder us uglies have just been sitting there <laughs> on red. Uh, researchers speculate platforms need to keep people engaged, which is what all platforms are doing. Uh, Twitter does it. Instagram does it. Everybody does it. They want to keep you engaged and they want to keep you on the platform. And it turns out that maximizing your chances of finding the perfect person doesn't keep you engaged. What does keep you engaged is pictures of pretty people. I still choose to believe people like my personality. Um, I've met you and I'm going to tell you that's not true. I know. I actually. Now, here's what's doubly bad for you. They don't like your looks either. I know. It's a real pain in the ass. That is evident. Yeah, that is a real... Ugh, conundrum. I'm sure I can do something. You can. You ever thought about wearing that shirt over your head? I have a hoodie. Can you wear it backwards? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Revealing analysis showed the unbiased recommendations usually result in significantly lower revenue for the dating platform, as well as fewer matches. So uh, they decided to boost their revenue and boost by just showing you more and more of the people that obviously other people think are attractive and then the algorithm goes this person is getting which which hey young people which direction do you swipe someone who's hot you you swipe them right 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 i like that all three of you had to act it out to figure out which direction that is who's all on tinder in here congrats wow you want to raise your hand chewy i'm not i don't think who all's on LinkedIn? 
That's bizarre. I said it as a joke. So everybody in here is on LinkedIn, but nobody's on. We got to eat. Yeah. Do, does school make you get on LinkedIn now and fill stuff out? Yeah? Okay. Yep, a lot yeah. of affirmative shaking of the head. Hey, I've never been on there. Is LinkedIn boring AF? Is it? Yes. yes. Yeah? It is boring. Yeah. It's not yes. supposed to be. like. Is exciting, it just like a it? bunch of like people who love work talking about work? I'm yeah. never on it. Yeah. But it's like think you, your yeah. profile is your resume. And we talked about this. You've never made a resume before. So it's like, yeah, it's boring as heck. Although I do know some guy from high school who has posted like like engineering stuff he's done in Minecraft onto <laughs> his LinkedIn. So like he just posts everything he does on his LinkedIn, I guess to show like employers that he's doing stuff with his life, but it's pretty entertaining. Just playing Minecraft, dude. Make it a living playing Minecraft. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, wasn't that just supposed to be a place to try to get jobs, and then they tried to turn it into a social feature, so people write about, hey, better ways to use Salesforce? I, I don't know. I've never, I've made a profile and never updated it, and I just get emails saying someone looked at you. This recent research suggests that online dating platforms should be more transparent with their users regarding how their algorithms work. Uh, they, I, if you should know that if you're going on to uh, a site like that, that they're not, tr it's not trying to match you. Hmm. It's not trying to match you. It's trying to get your money. What about Match.com? They try to find someone for me. They do. Yeah, I think eHarmony was the only. Was one it eHarmony? Remember where the guy would come out and he would say eHarmony? Um, I'll go Christian. And he was like, "Well, here's the funny thing that that, that they found out about eHarmony." A lot of people were talking about how they would tell you, oh, there are no matches for you at this time. And a lot of people were saying, but, but that people actually felt like that was a good thing. Like, oh, you're doing the research. Mm -hmm. You're actually using whatever kind of science back there to find the right person for me. And you haven't found anybody for me because the right person, who, the person who's right for me is not single right now or hasn't joined the site. So at least you're doing your due diligence, right? Instead of just showing me a bunch of randos. Mm -hmm. And then people started discussing this in different you know, like forums and stuff. Like, yeah, I don't have any matches either. And they found out that the one thing they all had in common is that they had checked atheist non-religious. Oh. The guy who ran the company was a very, very religious dude. So when he finally got caught up in, a, in an interview, he was just like, well, I don't think that religious people should be dating anyone. I don't think they can be a good partner to somebody because they're empty and they're soulless. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I don't think it's right to match them with anybody because you can't be a good partner to somebody if you don't believe as in an, God. As an atheist, I can't prove him wrong. That's true. You're not doing a good job of proving him wrong, are you? Because mm -hmm. you are kind of an empty shell of a man. Um, but I wonder how often that happens in other industries, definitely in Texas. That what? That people get turned down because of their religion? You're not supposed to ask not, somebody not their, their religion. Not their religion, but their lack of religion. Okay. Yeah. But you can't ask somebody their religion in a uh, in an interview. It's kind of unintentional, like un indirectly. You, you find out about it. Like if you're a white guy with a side part and real clean cut hair, mm -hmm. I kind of have a feeling. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. So, but I don't know. It's tough out there on them streets. If, if you come in with a upside down pentagram and a tall pointy black hat. I can kind of, I can make an assumption. No, that's stereotyping. Oh, my bad. Uh, I don't know. I don't, 
I, I, I'm kind of bowed out of the dating thing. No one, none of that stuff is. Love to, love to hear it. Yeah. Love to hear it. Good news. I can finally let my daughter out of the house again. Well, first, yeah. You need a, a little bit of money for coffee or something. Yeah. So we, we're going to have to talk about this later in the morning. And. Have you had a, have you had a depression cycle? I think I've been in a depression, but it goes up and down. Right. But it is, this is, I want to say like an eighth, ninth, tenth day in a row of us broadcasting where in, by the, before we get to seven, the 715 break, uh, you're, in a, you're in a money crisis, but you're just in an all-around shoulders. Are down. It is. It's a crisis. Man, it's a crisis. Just alter some things, you know? Audience right, so one, David, you listen to the show? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Have you heard a change in uh, in Chewy's demeanor in the last two weeks? A little, yeah, sure. Dang, if David hears it, yeah, I trust him. Talking about getting another job and all that. So. Yeah, that's not a crisis. It's no, just, I'm not saying it's a crisis. Average people stuff. I'm saying it's coming up a lot, and I I feel like we need to we need to well, rub your shoulders like, and help you out and talk with you. It is on my mind a lot. I am obsessed with it. Okay, currently. Well, that's you, all you, you can give me. That I'll get you know. I wasn't taking anything away from you either. Take I was, it then. I was saying like, hey, maybe we could, maybe if you want to, um, you're not asking for help, so I'll, I, I'm giving you non-solicited help. But do you want? Maybe you should sit down and write out a like. Do you have you written out a plan? Yeah, I got it. I mean, I got it right up here. Yeah, that's the issue. It's that's, all... it's, this is the same thing I'm having with my with my kids right now. Is the idea that like, no, I got it all figured out up here, and I'm like, all right, well then, what's the next step? gonna work some jobs and save money okay that's amorphous that doesn't that's not an actionable step work some jobs and save some money yes i get it that mm -hmm. would help what's the next actionable step depending on how much money There's you no save depending. no see this is the thing you should be able to regurgitate to me right off the next actionable step but you haven't put up you haven't put together a plan you haven't broken it down into the little yeah. pieces i put on pants had now we're work. talking <laughs> i had to work can I say something to you? Yeah. If you're looking to make money and it starts with you putting on pants, you don't understand how the modern economy works. I don't even think. I wonder how escorts are doing in, in this economy now. I think they're doing wonderfully. I'll have to ask them. I may have to contact a few of them just to find Remember, out. too, you're caught in a place where, where a ton of other people are caught, but yeah, we're technically all speaking, we're all drowning. Technically speaking, the economy is humming. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I got to get some of that money. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the reasons we have inflation is that we haven't had this low unemployment in forever. People are making the skrill. They're just making it on your back. That's the problem. That's the issue. So you got to find a way to go from where you are to Workers where they are. Workers aren't making money. They're, make, they're, have, they're employed, but they're not making money. Working is for suckers. Okay, well... Can I give that advice <laughs> to people? I don't know. I mean, it's I, America. You should try to own a business or have a product or something. Otherwise, you're just going to drown. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I feel like that's that's where a little bit of the negative Nancy's coming in, and I want to help you with that. If you want help, you don't I'd have to take it. I'd love to look at the glass. You don't have full, to take it. But, well, that's going to cost you. I don't think you have money to get I don't a glass, have, there's do you? No water, you're not going to be able to what's buy What's it full with? Yeah. Do you want? I, I can get you a water cup, but it's be five cents, okay? Thank you for understanding. Oh, my! It's Kiss Day. I report the news. That's what I do. It's Bob Fonseca's Rock and Roll News. That's right. It's time for Bob Fonseca's Rock and Roll News. I'm Matt Bearden in for vacationing. 
Bob Fonseca, yeah. the Big Apple, is celebrating Kiss Day. That's right. The band's last ever shows are this weekend. The New York City Mayor Eric Adams officially declared November 30th Kiss Day in New York City. And everybody is ready for the big final shows tonight. The guy that's selling hot dogs, he's ready for tonight's show. The guy that's screaming at a parking meter that he thinks is talking back to him, he's ready for kiss shows. The giant rat that's eating a piece of pizza, he's ready for the kiss show. What about the superhero costumes? The superhero costumes are, they're all dressed up like kiss. Oh. The guy that's punching another man until he falls on the third rail and is electrocuted, they're waiting for the kiss show. In fact, they've even been asked to run the pyrotechnics. It's kiss in New York. What will this show do once Kiss is no longer playing? Well, I have a feeling that they're not actually done. I'll be honest with you. I have a feeling that Kiss may find a reason to come back. I've been putting it off. The reason I think they're going to come back, get me now, hear me out. I think it might be, and are you ready? Here we go. I think the reason might be, and it's just a guess here, but it could possibly be money. What? They love it. They love it. They love it. It's not everything. Hey, this is amazing. It happened in Las Vegas uh, today. U2 has turned the sphere. You know that incredible sphere out there? Mm -hmm. That giant bubble in the desert that allows you to see shows in the way you've never seen them before? The herpy ward on Vegas. U2 is turning the sphere red for World AIDS Day. And uh, this is amazing. They take the entire sphere... They turn it red, and it says, you know, be aware, World AIDS Day. And this is these these reports are coming in as dawn is cracking all around. You remember, you know, in Europe and in Africa, it's already daytime. Mm -hmm. They're reporting. It worked. AIDS is gone. Thank you, you too. Thank you, Bono. No one has ever done more work for AIDS, ending AIDS, than you two turning their billion-dollar bubble red. Thank you so much. Made that whole Apple Music debacle worth it. Uh, The Killers are doing a greatest hits tour for 2024. Somebody wake up your mom. She's going to be excited. The Las Vegas Rockers will celebrate 20 years since the release of their Hot Fuss album. You remember that one? The only one anyone cares about? That was the original name. (laughs) Now they have a new Greatest Hits compilation, which, by the way, the tracks look surprisingly similar to the tracks on Hot Fuss. Got to be honest with you. They've got a big new uh, concert series coming out in UK and Ireland because those folks are desperate for entertainment. The band posted on Twitter, it's only right we give first dibs to the land that gave us our first big shot. At doing what we do. The Killers' greatest hits album is coming out soon. And this is so coincidental. They mentioned this tour yesterday, the same day that Henry Kissinger died, who, until now, was America's most successful killer. And now it's moved on to The Killers. Congratulations to them. Coldplay, Depeche Mode, Metallica, they're all amongst the highest grossing tours of 2023. 
Beyonce earned over half a billion dollars on 55 shows. She was number one, but Coldplay earned a total of $350 million over 55 shows, which tells me that, guess what, everybody? The ladies were seeing shows last year, weren't they? Where the girls money, man? The ladies were seeing shows. Depeche Mode is also on that list, so... Congrats to that one kind of gothy guy that works in the copy room in your office. He was out and having a good time. Don't know where he got the money with all that he spends on white pancake foundation and black eyeliner. But he still had time to get out there and catch one of the 47 shows. But of course, one of the big rockers out there, Metallica. They grossed millions and millions and millions of dollars. It turns out there is a ton of money in selling black, extra-large T-shirts to dudes who wear extra, extra-large. We need those double X's and triple X's, too. They sell them. I'm just saying, uh, There's. I don't know if they're giving forever hope or whatever, but I've looked around the city and some of you guys will stretch those things out or something. Add some material. Uh, I'm going to lose weight. Steven Tyler gave fans a quick health date uh, this week, uh, a health update. And uh, he said, my throat is doing better. So that is great news, good news. for fans of Aerosmith. Um, if you're married, why don't you ask your wife when hers will be doing better? Gotcha. You got all the wives. You got all there. the wives pretty good. That's didn't right. I? Yeah. Hey, the Postal Service and Death Cab for Cutie are extending their joint tour into next year. Yeah. So, if you like to hang out in coffee shops, great news for you. Mm-hmm. If uh, you have bangs that hang into your eyes and you're moody, great news for you. If you have a neck tattoo of a honey bear or a pork chop, or an ironic signature, well, guess what? Starting off on April 23rd, there's a concert series just for you. Oh, my goodness. And now it's time for the Rock and Roll News Junior. You know, people ask me all the time. They say, Bob. They say, Bob. Mm-hmm. And they say to me, they say, hey, Bob, what, what's rock and roll news, Junior? And I say to them, I'm not I'm not Bob. Yeah! I'm not Bob. Now, I know we sometimes sound similar on the radio, and it was a terrible idea for this company to hire two guys who sound as much alike as we do. But uh, please don't let management know. And if they ever do listen, it probably will doom us. But in the meantime, but I'm not Bob. And you can tell that because I... Um... I have a 25-year-old car and uh, only one fireplace. It's a gorgeous Tacoma. Thank you. Uh, Anyway, uh, I say I'm not Bob. I'm just substituting for the day so that he can enjoy his uh, vacation to a resort in Scottsdale. Son of a bitch. Anyway, they say, Bob, and I say, hey, I thought we went through this already. I'm Matt. And they go, okay, Matt, what is Rock and Roll News Jr.? And I say, it's Rock and Roll for the little tykes out there that are safely strapped into the back of the Kia Rio. See what I did? Yeah! 
I didn't make it a fancy West Austin car like it always is. Mm-hmm. I made it a, it's like a late model Kia Rio 2. Right? Working, that's a working woman's vehicle. It's a woman who has two kids by two different dudes. But she not letting that stop her from having fun. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she cuts hair, maybe has three appointments a day, but she makes time to get out there at night with her girlfriends and have some drinks and maybe find uh, an uncle for her kids, if yeah. you know what I'm saying. Hey, you look like the kind of guy who might drink milk straight out of the carton naked in front of the refrigerator when my kids walk in and yell, You're not my daddy! I know. You've been there, haven't you? You've been there. How many dongs you see plopping around there inside of your house growing up? kids are so mean. Just be inviting to us. So let's go around. Hey, does anybody have a Rock and Roll News Junior story for us this morning? I see Catalina shaking her head. No, she's pointing now over at Boog. Boog, who's got it? Somebody give it to me. Boog, what is the Rock and Roll News Junior story today? Oh, God. Uh, All right, so I got Dua Lipa Shares Clubby Extended Version of Houdini. Dua Lipa has shared a clubby extended version of her recent single, Houdini. Uh, the pop artist released an original song last month as the first preview of her forthcoming, yet to be announced, third album. Tampa, Tam Impala front, frontman Kevin Parker served as a co writer and co producer on track. Uh, yeah, there we go. It's okay. Reboot for a second. No problem. Go ahead. Take it again. <laughs> Good job, Bug. Thank you so much. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, the countdown has begun. Bug is only with us for one last week. And then this show implodes. Mm-hmm. It's time for the rock and roll shout out. As always, when he's out of town, we want to thank the project, the man that created the rock and roll news. It's Mr. Bob Fonseca. You, ladies Bob. and gentlemen, thank you, Bob. This one goes out to Mr. Bob Fonseca, Woo-hoo! wherever you are. I hope his legs are over his head right now. Wherever you are, Bobo. do the same justice to rock and roll news that Bob Fonseca can, but I certainly try to do what I can. And by that, I mean, at least I went through and read the stories ahead of time. I feel like I gave you a little something, a little extra. You'll always have that. I'll always, (laughs) I'll always have that. May you have a wonderful day, and if you're looking for me in the VIP, well, don't. I don't have that kind of scratch, but say hi to Bob while you're there. And maybe get an extra crumpet or tart or drink and slide it out to those of us in Gen Pop. We'd love to have one of the a sample of the good S you're having in there. And farewell to Kiss. We hardly knew ye. Thank goodness. All right, Chew. Uh, I got a, a question for you. Yeah. Uh, do you miss Bob? I always miss him when he's not in here, you know what I mean? Yeah. Bob's been going through, and I want to let the audience know because uh, Bob's been going through some stuff and uh, we wish him the best. You know, his. Uh, he doesn't want to talk about it. He says that he doesn't want to talk about it. But I'm going to let you all know that he's going through some real stuff with his, with his, you know, his mother passed earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and in this situation happens with a lot of um, uh, older folks when their spouse passes, they, they deteriorate kind of quickly. Yeah. And his dad has not been doing well. And his dad is having some memory issues as well. And it's making it very tough on Bob because it makes it, you have to start making some very hard choices about someone you love. So we stressed him. We said, hey, go, go on a trip anyway, man. Just go on a trip. But I'm glad that he can go somewhere. He, he His wife talked him into going to this nice resort where he can kind of unplug from the whole world, right? Mm-hmm. And I saw pictures. Of, we saw pictures last night. He sent it to us. Really nice food. 
Uh, I think you're going to do massages, mm. the spa treatments, and all that. And he's like, I don't, I don't want you guys talking about that because then everyone hassles me that I'm uh, that I'm bougie and that I'm not. I was not actually going to make fun of him. It looked like a. A mid to nice rehab facility is what it looked like to me, but well, I didn't want to type that to him. He's trying to rehab his soul right now. Man. I guess that's what it is, but I mean. And um, the last time he went on a vacation, or one of these short turnarounds he's been doing, he won't allow himself to be on vacation because he wants to be close to his parent, right? Mm-hmm. But he went on another 48 turnaround, and uh, we kind of screwed that one up because we called him. Yeah. And like woke him up, and then we hung up on him. Do you remember that? It was very funny, yeah. Like, how did that happen? We just called him out of the blue and then for some reason hung up on him? Oh, it was because we heard something about the Tesla truck. No, it was the electric... It was the electric bike, the e-bike. Oh, the e-bike caught on the fire. E-bike. Oh, right. Yeah. And we just what? called him and said, hey, man, an e-bike caught on fire, and then we hung up on him? Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then he was about to give a long explanation, and then we hung up. <sighs> and he probably still explained. I wonder what happened, because yesterday all the news came out about the Cybertruck. You know, he's been on a wait list for over five years for the Cybertruck. Uh, the Cybertruck was listed. It was supposed to be $39,900 when it was being sold. <laughs> Um, it's going to be $60,000 to start. Those trucks won't be available until after 2025. If you want to get one of the first trucks, it's going to cost you probably over a hundred grand. <laughs> so I know he's trying to recover, and I know, and I'm sad for him that things aren't going well for his dad, but I thought he's in a different time zone. Yeah. It's 530 where he is. Is it? Yeah. He's on the West Coast. So can you do me a favor? Yeah. Do you have his phone number? He's probably already eating dinner. Uh, yeah, I do. Can you call Bob and can we let him know that the sure. truck's going to cost more than he thinks it is and then let's hang up on him again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you okay with that? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Good. Thank you. Appreciate that. Let's see if we get a little ring-a-ding here. Ring-a-ding-ding-ding. Yeah, it's weird. He rarely answers the phone, so we'll see if he even answers it. Shh, everybody. Yeah. Shh. Shh. We don't want to wake him. Shh. He's so mad because we're waking him up. Well, he may not. He, he may not have his hearing aids in, so he doesn't even know that it's ringing. You know. Oh, Hi, this is Bob. Oh. Leave me a message. Okay. Get back well, to that's. As soon as I can. You know what happens? A lot of times you put your your phone on rest, and it only rings through if you get two phone calls in a row. So could you do me a favor? Yeah. Could you call him again right now, real quick, please? <laughs> do you mind? Oh boy. That way okay. it'll break through because they, sometimes they, they they assume oh it must be an emergency if it's coming two calls from the same number right away. So we'll try and see. And if not, well, then we'll just call the facility and ask them to ring his room. <laughs> All right. I don't know what rehab center he's at. But... I'm sure it's called Calm Waters or something. <laughs> now it's probably ringing, and he's like, huh? What's happening? I'm so confused. Oh, I know what's going to happen. I know what's happening. He's not answering, is he? No. Hi, this is Bob. Leave me a message. You well, to no. here's what we'll do, because... You know who's always on the phone? Who? Um, his wife, Jen. So let's go no, ahead. Why don't, you, no. why don't you call that phone number? No. Oh, it's their vacation. It is their vacation. We'll just ask her to put him on the phone, right? I think I have her number, too. I should have just looked it up. Yeah. But, you know, she, she's a working person. So she always has to stay attached to her phone, right? Yeah. She's got to do something about it. Oh, Can I look me in the eye? You're answering this. I'm not saying I'm word. answering it. No, she's going to answer it. Well, you are... Does matter not ringing? Hmm. Biz- oh, did she get smart and uh, and she might have put on yeah, do not disturb or something. But what, that wouldn't go to a busy signal, would it? Uh, I'll or try she, dealing it again. Or she turned on the uh, 
The what you call airplane mode. She's smarter. to hit us from a, a state over. Okay, this is fall flat. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice <laughs> message system. Five, okay. one. Well, the only solution is for you to call Bob one more time and let's leave him a message, I, I don't know if he can handle it. All right. I guess a message won't hurt. is the message. Hey, your Tesla truck's ready. Hi, this is Bob. Leave me a message and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thanks. Oh, hi, Bob. It's uh, Elon Musk. And uh, um, the thing I wanted to let you know is uh, two things, really. Uh, one, your truck is ready. And we'd like to get you into a truck. Also, um, uh, I'm not anti-Semitic. I just pass around a lot of anti-Semitic tropes. And, uh, uh, um, and the, the, all the advertisers can go F themselves. Finally, if you give me a ring, it's important. Your truck isn't going to cost $39,000 after all. I do need 100000 from you, please. Okay, okay, have, ha, have a good day. It's not, it's not VIP without B.O.B. <laughs> I'm so mad that he didn't answer that phone. I'm so mad. How is he not phone. expecting our call at 542 in the morning? <laughs> yeah, but this bit, this bit fell a little flat because he didn't answer the phone. I guess if we were one of those, like, real stations we would have pre-planned this whole thing and yeah. been like hey answer and then pretend that you're really upset when you answer well also they should be concerned about family things right now why aren't you answering the phone at 5 30. <sighs> you don't think that bob had a full you don't think bob had a full beer and then died of alcohol poisoning do you <laughs> <laughs> i'm worried that bob had one whole beer and is lying dead in his own vomit and is in his uh not even hotel room. His resort or whatever, that rehab center. He's the one we should be taking for You primary. really didn't think that place looked nice? I mean, I guess it... I, I expected a fountain somewhere or something. And Have I, you... It, when, when there's like a spa in place. There's like... Are you watching too many rap doors? videos where you think nice means Lambos out front and, and guys in track suits? Is that what's happening? You want me to show the interns the pictures he sent and see if they'd judge? I mean, it, does, it doesn't look like a bad... It doesn't look like there's roaches or anything. Okay, when we come back, we'll show the interns and we'll, we'll ask him what they think of this place because I bet he's paying a pretty penny for it. And he, you know you know that he gets really upset. It wasn't extravagant. Well, does... So, what does that even mean? Oh, is this a short break right here? Uh, Yeah, it should be. Okay, then we can have... We have time real quick. We'll show him. You're going to call him again? No, oh. I'm not going to call him again. That bit died on the, on the vine because it... A hole wouldn't participate and get, allow himself to be woken up. No, I'm going to show this thing right here. I said it kind of looked like a fancy rehab. Um, young people, does this place look nice to you? Like I think that looks, I think that looks really nice. You don't? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's actually really nice. Not every hotel or wherever has LED lights around the bed, so. That's so he can uh, he can see and may be able to insert properly. He's got bad <laughs> night vision. Um, 
The ceiling? Whoa, wow. Whoa, what? Those kind of look like, like a wellness it's center like, or something like that. He's like in Cancun or something. <laughs> Almost looks like... Oh, yeah, he's in Cancun for sure. He's not in Cancun. I know. He's not. But um, it looks like he is. Yeah. But see how instead of having a, a tall hotel, like all the rooms are kind of separate like that? So no one can hear Look, he oh. even sent us pictures of oranges. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. He oh. says, I'm getting my vitamin C, I, I hope it's six months of sobriety. Aww. And look. Boog, I think we got to bring him a snow globe. We do. Yeah. Look, he even he even brought his nurse with him to take care, <laughs> to take care of him. And look, that's food oh, got on that fried tendon. Trash? No, it's fried tendon. And, uh, Why is it wrapped in gauze? That's not gauze. That's tendon. Oh, <laughs> that's oh it's edible? Oh, that's edible? Yeah. I did not know that. Look at that. Even Boog is wondering if he should eat that. He just ate like eight-day turkey. <sighs> All right. That tastes so These good. These guys don't know what nice is. So uh, I don't know we should have asked them. We'll come back with some Austin headlines. And, uh, uh, yeah. We got to pick this up. Damn, boy. in now for some... Thick headlines. Coming at you a little early today, 750-esque. We are going to be doing a little bit of uh, what you might uh, call uh, Austin area headlines. That's right. We're ripping off what we think are the big headlines of uh, of the day. Let you know, hey, hey what's, this, what's, this, what's, this, what's happening? What's, this, what's happening? Hey, here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, big things happening. Uh, plotting a new beginning for East Austin's Bohm District Park. You know, there's that big chunk of land that we traded for. Uh, directly south of US 183 on the banks of the Colorado River. And it's a giant, gorgeous chunk of land that the city now has, and they're planning on turning it into a brand new, beautiful park. Um, and it's supposed to be really beautiful. They say they want to release plans sometime next year. That's the one thing oh. about a city play kind of thing is that they're going to come up with plans, then they'll let us know the plans next year. Then we'll fight about the plans at city council for two or three years. Then eventually they'll start building. Of course, we will have waited long enough that then the cost to build will have increased dramatically. And then they won't be able to do a lot of things in the plans. They'll go back to the drawing board, replan. And uh, anyway, uh, let your kids know that uh, their grandkids may have a new park to play in in the city. Sorry, was that too negative? No, no. Does it have one of those like spinny uh, things that I can spin around? A Married woman? Around? No. The bouncy thing that I can bounce onto. A woman? No, no. The thing that I can like, you know, you grab, climb up on. A woman? Yeah, a woman. No, they don't have that. Damn. And neither do you. Austin's Trail of Lights, uh, which uh, launches with a special VIP preview this weekend, with like, like we talked about. Everything is a VIP thing in this town now, right? There was never a VIP ticket to Spamarama. Nobody in here knows what Spamarama was. Spam. Yeah, well, Spamarama was a party that happened in the city for a long time. It needs but there to wasn't, come back. There wasn't like a special section, or you got in an hour early, or whatever. It was just people eating spam and women generally no bra, thin T-shirt. Oh, so much uncanned meat. <laughs> Austin's Trail of Lights has made U.S. News and World Reports 25 best. Christmas lights displays list for 2023. So there we go. That's kind of nice, though, don't you think? Over 2 million bulbs, over 70 displays, which haven't been changed in 70 years. (laughs) 
Oh, the kids still, the kids love peanuts. Absolutely. (laughs) The kids love, that's all the kids talk about is Charlie Brown. He's got to go by Charles Brown now, right? (sighs) Anyway, that's uh, happening, and congratulations to them. The, The actual start is December 8th, and it runs through the 23rd. Tickets run anywhere from $8 for general admission. Up to ninety-five dollars for Damn. special perks and experiences. What does that get me? What, what are the perks and the special? That you get to uh, make out with that Charlie Brown cutout, take pictures of it in the nude. I'm gonna do that anyway. Some nights are free, and if you want to see some of the worst children the city has to offer, mm-hmm. go on free night. I'm just going to say, I've been twice now on free night, and for some reason, that's the night that the little effers appear. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, It's running wild, no parents anywhere. What the hell's going on here? That's what's supposed to happen. Free range. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Austin Mayor Kirk Watson was in Congress yesterday to t- testify about inner city passenger rail. Who better to testify about rail than a guy that runs a town that has one rail line that goes from the convention center, where people would only be there because they're visiting, mm-hmm. and then runs through some neighborhoods and then ends up in a city uh, where nobody uses the train. The Subcommittee on Railroads, Pipelines, and Hazardous Material, why not put all those together, held a hearing to consider the potential of passenger rails while acknowledging the challenges they pose. I think he was trying to say, hey, look, we got to do something about trying to put some rail in between Colleen, Temple, Belton, and Austin, and San Antonio in Austin. It's the only thing that's going to help us survive. I mean that. Really? Enough of my... We need more rail. Absolutely. Because that's what I say at like two or three in the morning on a Saturday night. (laughs) Which is always a terrible idea, right? It's the same subcommittee, too, that's there. It really is. Hazardous materials. (laughs) Uh... Here's the weird thing about this subcommittee. They did not see the purple light of morning coming upon them. Uh, and nobody then went, man, I'm such a piece of S. <laughs> God, I hate myself. And I'm going to change my ways. I'm going to change my ways. I'm going to go to bed and wake up a new man. Except right now I can't go to bed because I'm electric. <sighs> Ugh, I'm glad those days are over. I can't believe I bought that. I cut it up. She snorted all of it. And then right at the last minute, some other boy called and she left. I can't believe I can't. it. How could she? How could how could she? I've known her for 30 minutes. What the hell's wrong with her? Unbelievable. Um, unbelievable. And uh, finally this weekend at 11 a.m. tomorrow, the University of Texas Longhorn football team will be playing in the Big 12 championship game. They played in the very first ever Big 12 championship game. Nobody thought they would win, and they pulled out a victory against a very powerful Nebraska team at the time. This will be their final ever Big 12 championship game. Some people are already saying maybe they may not be able to top a very scrappy Oklahoma State team, but I have my fingers crossed, and I, and I hope it goes well for them. Uh, even if they win, uh, the chances are now that they'll go to the um, the, the college football playoffs mm-hmm. seem to be really slight. Uh, I even saw ESPN interviewed a guy who voted to have Oregon skip ahead of them. And they asked him, and they said, Oregon has a strength of schedule that's somewhere around 60. Uh, UT has a strength of schedule that's third in the nation. Um, they had the best win, which is against Alabama in Alabama. And both teams played the same team, Texas Tech. 
Uh, Oregon needed a last-minute score in order to beat them, and Texas beat Texas Tech by 50 points. And the guy said, yeah, I don't know. I just like Oregon better. So that's the politics they were dealing with, and it's probably just going to be that way. But it's uh, fun to rally for them anyway. We will not have a tailgate for this because it's not a home game. And our tailgates are over. But, Uh, But here's the great thing about this city. Any place can be a tailgate if you have a six-pack. In fact, there are a couple of guys doing it in our parking lot right now. Now, security has asked them to move on, um, but they, they haven't responded. That's 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 team pride. What uh, You know what I'm actually hyped for that I saw, and I don't know if it's real because I don't believe anything on the Internet, only when y'all tell me here, is uh, Texas going to play A&M next year? Well, yeah, we're going to the SEC, and they'll be in the SEC. And that we should be returning and probably playing them at Thanksgiving every every year. I like that. Uh, that's the rivalry I actually kind of like. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like we're more likely to get into a fight or something. Should we should we restore the rival to, rivalry between us and One Hundred and One X Morning Show? Yeah. We have become pretty friendly. Like we share food and we talk to each other, mm-hmm. and I think we all feel kind of beat up by the business and what's the point in fighting? But we could restore that rivalry. Let's steal their mascot. What's their mascot? Not CJ. showing up to work? <laughs> Light on? Is there anybody over there today? Oh, uh, yeah, someone's making sure the things that the, that, they, that the reruns are playing? Yeah. Jesus, Louisa. Uh, gotta be nice. Anyway, Must A&M, be nice. A&MUT, I'm looking forward to that next year. It might get me back into football. It might. Yeah. Because I watched the Cowboys game last night. I heard it, I heard uh, news about the Cowboys game last night. It was rough. I heard that it was a win, but it was a rough win. I heard the commentator went off in like the third quarter and was like, "This is the worst officiating I've ever seen," and got super mad and was like, "What's the point of us even calling this game? Let's just let the refs call the game." Since there are a couple of weird it. calls, yeah. Were they? Yeah. Al Michaels apparently lost his s. I don't watch enough football to know how many bad calls are too many. I get it. I get it. Oh, by the way, it's very short, but that's today's. Austin area headlines. Uh, we have a float. Can you pull a float off the board to play because it's for uh, Bob Fonseca? And then if you don't mind interns on what for many of you is your final Friday here, uh, I want you to pull up something um, or well, well, we'll tell you what it is. We're going to involve you in the show for one segment. We'll allow you to speak, but only off the scripts we're handing you. And uh, you got that ready? I think so. I hope it is. Let's try it. Play it. I've seen everybody, and congratulations on all of your hard work out there, everybody. I've seen everybody wearing their Spotify end of the year wrapped Mm -hmm. playlists. I actually appreciate all of you that are sharing with us uh, your podcast listening and how many of you have us in your top one, two, or three podcasts. I will say that I appreciate the people that have us in their top podcast position the most. But any of you that have it close, I appreciate it. And if you want to post that up and share it, we will we will reshare that because it <clears throat> it's good for the ego. But um, well, is it is it weird to you at all that people sharing all this stuff? I don't know. I like, I saw some videos of people screaming that their Spotify rap was not correct. I saw people photoshopping their Spotify rap. And so I, there is a certain amount of ego and pride, and you have it too, when there's certain songs maybe people say you haven't heard, or and there's a certain ego or pride connected to, hey, here's an artist that maybe has a little more integrity than another artist, and he's in, or she or he is, is in my top three. So yeah, everybody's ego is attached to it, and you're going to be embarrassed. 
And that's why we're going to go to the interns and find out exactly okay. what they've been listening to. All right. You guys ready? You got your uh, you got your your year in Spotify rat. Smokey, get yours up. Oh, you set up. All right, who do you want to start with? I think Catalina is going to have the actual best one. That wow. I think she's a music head. No, we can't I think really she's a music head. I also think that she's going to go through a list, and I won't even understand what she's saying because I think it's going to be like uh, uh, B X and X. No. You'll know some of them. I hope it's okay. two of them. I hope it's Barbie Girl by Aqua or something. Should I do like the entire like? No, wrap just, just, up? just do like five, uh, five, four, three, two, one. Artists. Is that how it? Is that not how it goes? It's one to five. I know, Should I just I, do artists? Yeah, but countdown. Yeah. What do you mean? So go start from with, five. Start with five. Yeah. Okay. Number five was British boy band the 1975. Okay. Oh. All right. They're so fun. I saw them at ACL. I love them. They're still going around. Oh, I'm They're still going around. They the, dropped an album last December, I think. Yeah. Or maybe two Decembers ago. I don't remember. Really right. good. Good. Number four, Daft Punk. All right. I love Daft Punk. Do you? So you like to you like to boogie and shake it? Yes, I okay. like to go crazy in my car. I love listening to them in my car. Number three, The Strokes. Wow, okay. this is. I'm Love actually. Them. Are you? You were supposed to be born in like '87 or '86. Sure. Okay. I think you might be a little older than your body's telling you. Okay. I'm liking this so far. Um, number two, I don't think anybody's gonna know the band, but. If someone does here know it, I'll be surprised. Um, the Garden. Oh my God, I love them. No, you do. I absolutely do. The Garden. Yeah, why wouldn't I? Tell me about he the Garden. He doesn't know. He doesn't. They're the name, incredible. Name okay. five songs. <laughs> Tell him. Name five songs. I, I can't name five songs, Gatekeep but right now. the biggest the biggest thing I know about them is that they're number two on Catalina's list. This right. Year. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The Garden. Uh, and then number yeah, they've got that pottery store down <laughs> uh, uh, just outside of uh, San Antonio. This is the 2011 Twin Brothers. It's Twin Brothers from Orange County, and they have the most interesting style of music that it's addicting. And I listened to them for like three weeks straight. I'm still listening to them today. I started listening to them in September, and they somehow managed to get to number two. And I'm like genuinely shocked. I don't know how Spotify did that. Damn. But yeah, they're awesome. They're okay. so much fun. I'm actually I'm not gonna check them out now because of you. It's like punk. Heavy, crazy. I don't know. It's so fun. Don't try to explain yourself. Okay, I'll, I will. It'll be good. And then number one, um, her name is Indigo D'Souza. She's singer-songwriter, um, girl, kind of grunge, girl band. Yeah, her dad is uh, Dinesh, right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a political Yeah, Dinesh D'Souza is a okay. weird political dude or <laughs> yeah, whatever. Those are my top five. All right, awesome. Thank you very much, Catalina. Thank uh, you, Catalina. Nepo, baby. God, if you just tell me that your top five artists are all Bruce Springsteen, I swear to God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'll finish on the floor right here. All right, at number five, we've got a uh, Taylor Swift. Oh wow. Okay, uh, this no. is no. Stop. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Got you though. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> number yeah, five, did. we got a uh, Logic. Mm. Uh, number four, Kanye West. Wasn't Logic supposed to retire? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. We've uh, we've been, right. you know, going back through his older. Uh, Older material, listening to it. Yeah. You know. Well, we don't have Mac anymore. Number three, Lil Uzi Vert. Word. <laughs> <laughs> you like to check that body out of ya? Yeah, that is, unfortunately, that was my number one song. Oh, you nasty. I'm going to blame. I'm going to blame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's all right. Number two, Tyler, the creator. Nice. And number one, Travis Scott. Word. That, yeah, is, that was my number one album, too, was uh, Utopia. Utopia. And I... I don't think I even. Li- I think I listened to it for a month. I think it was a good album. Was though. Top. 
Can I say that you actually fit the the stereotype, the West Austin, tall, oh, yeah. successful, oh, yeah. blonde, white kid <laughs> with the <laughs> all-five hip-hop... Uh, right on. <laughs> Lil Uzi Vert. But this is this isn't the one that goes body yadi 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 yadi. No, that's Megan the Stallion. Right. Okay. He has better stuff in this song. He does. But this is the most popular. But it was popular. Like it was catchy for a little while. Can you do me a favor? Don't let it play too long, because then the music report will pop it out as an anomaly, and then I have to have a meeting with the boss. Who is this little Uzi? Hey, well, just real quick, just checking a little Uzi. Uzi. Oh, yeah. Little. The, the, there's somebody, there's this uh, tiny gunman or something. <laughs> yes, I need to talk to you about him. Uh, uh, sm- all right. Smokey? Or- we go to Smokey. Smokey? Uh, yeah. And then we'll save uh, Boog for the end. And I want, oh God, my fingers are so crossed that Boog's, it's just going to be like Finger lit, rubber. filter, five finger death punch, hoobastank. That's, that's all just, I'm hoping for. Just but. saliva, all five. What if he blows our mind and it's just like um, the Glenn Miller Orchestra, Rasan Roland Kirk, <laughs> Miles Davis, and, uh, and Tito Be- Puente. <laughs> Something like that. All right, hang oh. on. Smokey, if you don't know Smokey, uh, Smokey's in here training. Uh, he's our new Chewy. In fact, uh, well, well here he, he's a Latino gentleman in the building who's constantly high um, and no one knows his actual real name, but it is actually Eric, isn't it? Yeah. You have the exact same name as Chewy, but everyone has just made up a Latino name for you. Uh-huh. God, I love the racism Dang. in this building. Really how much do we have us. in common? I'm curious. That's why. I've, I've, I've you gone. circumcised? Yeah. There's the, that, in, that ends the uh, things in common, <laughs> doesn't it, right there? Uh, all right. Give us your, your countdown, your five Tell on us. your list. Uh, number five. Death Grips. Okay. okay. Nice. So what is that? What is Death Grips? Um, a very out there abstract rapper. Okay. Um, okay. Did you favorite. Photoshop that one in so you'd sound cool right now? No, no, no. This is I just I just I looked mine up and I screenshotted it. Number four is uh, Thundercat. Nice. Okay. Thundercat. Okay. That's um, a girl. Yeah. Number three is Justin Hurwitz. I don't know Justin Hurwitz. Anyone? Uh-uh. Didn't he do the music for La La Land? And for Babylon? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Babylon was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is Narrowhead. Uh, shoegazing? Any, no? No. Mm-mm. Dope. Uh, and number one is DJ Shadow, which I don't think anyone else is familiar with. Everybody knows know DJ, DJ Shadow. Shadow. Come yeah. on, dude. Narrowhead right. looks familiar, too. Yeah. We know DJ Shadow. We know who Bjork is. We know a lot of things. I didn't okay. know the Justin one. I don't know what the hell that um, is. So, uh, okay. So I, I don't want to We go. don't know enough to make fun of you. We no. don't. But I do know I don't want to go to a party at your house. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, another song I haven't heard before that I'm supposed to feel cool. When the lyrics uh, start. My God. Just two guys playing spoons with uh, <laughs> dub tracks in the back. My Lord. When can we get some double guitar in here? Yeah. Come on. Ain't nobody got flirting with disaster on their Man, top five? No toughing now? He's putting a pedal to the floor, flirting with disaster. I hate that I've heard stuff like in that nature before. What do you mean? Why would you hate? I thought you wanted to have broad sound listening. Why would you hate that you've heard Molly Hatchet's flirting with disaster? 
right, you're right. That's right. And when you talk to yourself, talk into the microphone. Yeah, please. could you try to maybe be part of the no, show yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna join the show? <laughs> no, I guess I guess what I'm saying is like I, I I always hear that man. I don't I don't really know this song. I guess I listen to a lot of music that people aren't familiar with. Nobody listens to as much music as they think they do. Yeah. Unless they're Catalina, I guess. Yeah, his thing is that's your top, but I don't know that you didn't just listen to those albums twice and that was it. That's also on Justin Hurwitz. I only listened to like the Babylon soundtrack like just in January, so I'm not really sure how we made it to my top. Uh, I don't either, and I will say a lot of people are complaining about it. And remember too that we talked earlier about how a lot of these uh, companies are messing with algorithms and stuff to keep you engaged. And the the joke on everybody may be that they've just put these out to get you to re-engage with these albums or to start discussing it, and now it's turned into a lot of free advertising for them. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's what you've all been waiting for. He's a national treasure. He's a breakfast maniac. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Boog, and it's his time to shine. All righty, so as I mentioned earlier, I don't know who jacked my Spotify, but uh, it just keeps appearing. At number five, it's uh, Rod Stewart. (laughs) I... I don't know how that appeared on my Spotify. <laughs> Do you know how many, you know Rod Stewart songs? You've listened to them. Have before. I told you lately that that's like the least popular one? That's a, that's one of them I know I've heard of. But yeah, Rod Stewart, what the heck is he doing on my playlist? It's like he jacked it. Uh, okay, moving on. Number four, number four uh, is Corn. Of course it is. Of course it is. We knew it had to be on there. I listened to them back in middle school when I when I first heard, when I first uh, heard about them on uh, that South Park episode that they were on. Uh, That's when you heard about them? Yeah, I mean, uh, they did like a parody off of Scooby Doo, yeah, and yeah. then and then they just like. Are, do, and do you do you like parodies? I love parodies. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're they're fun to they're fun to watch. <laughs> it's like my guilty pleasure. <laughs> I got you guys. Okay, thank you, man. Uh, I got you. Okay. And uh, number three, number three, we got um, we got uh, saliva. <laughs> that was a joke. Huh? Is that what his, his list says? Dude, he's lying. Is he? <laughs> yeah, he's lying. Don't look at my phone. Uh, look at his phone, Sawyer. You just you're still just locked in, Doctor Hot Dog. What's what is no, his it's, real number three? It's even more unbelievable than that. <laughs> yeah. So, Michael Bublé. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he also jacked my Spotify. <laughs> Do you share an account with your mom? You are a hopeless romantic. Yep. I think that's what I found out about Here's you. the thing. Oh my God. I just like everyone's version of Have I Told You Lately That I Love You. I don't <laughs> care who it is. I just want to hear that song sung by someone. Uh, actually, yeah. I do. Sh- uh, actually, I just found out. Okay, my mom. I am shared with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> so your mom just got a list that tells her her number four listened to artist was Korn. Yep. So y'all can't share that on y'all social media. Do you and your mom share an OnlyFans account? Uh, not really. (laughs) (laughs) What? What kind of answer is that? I mean, I, I mean, I didn't know she listens to Spotify a lot, but yeah, I mean, give us, let us, give us number two and number one, please. All right, number two, uh, number two, uh, let me pull that back up. Uh, I, I got Skillet. 
a Christian rock band. Listen to them back in. Listen Is to back that in, your mom or you? That's me. That's me. All right. All right. <laughs> I, uh, I I jam I jam to that stuff whenever I get depressed. Well, yeah, that's to get good more to do. Depressed. Yeah, that's good to Just do. Just to ease the pain off. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, and I like that the thing that you listen to when you're depressed is that high on your list. That tells us something, my friend. Yeah. Oh, totally. And what is what is number one? Number one. One second. Uh, give it to us. What is number one on Bug's list this year? Number one. Blink 182. Hell yeah, oh, friends. Hell yeah. Oh, God. Oh, I got to listen to some skills. Yeah. I got to hear some skills. Well, thanks. You are so welcome. I might be a Skillet fan soon. This is Skillet? Have you been to a concert yet? Oh, I want I want to go to a Skillet concert. Man. God, I get so mad when when a Christian rock band actually rips. It makes me so <laughs> I mad. I think they're ripping. I'm like so you mad think. about it because I'm like, don't. All right. Uh, Dr. Hot Dog's in the building. Uh, we're getting ready to chat with him and find out all about the NFL. Just give us a chance to pay some bills. Welcome back to Mornings with Matt and Bob. It's time to talk a little NFL with Dr. Hot Dog, Mr. Sawyer Stahl himself. <laughs> man out of air trying to do that, man. What's yeah, up, Bob? sounded just like Al. I haven't um, seen you in a little bit, man. Yeah, yeah. We had It was a long break. Uh, we are at tailgate, though. I mean... That was a good time. I don't know, but time. I still feel like I'm, I'm just saying, I know, hey, I've I miss you. I've missed you, dude, uh, too. I've missed everybody in here. You're a young lady uh, that you live with, or uh-huh. you guys call her. You, you, well, I don't you live s- with her. Easy now. Okay. I think I do. <laughs> well, yeah. okay. Who has the cleaner house, you or her? Her, because I'm who, over there more often. Who, who has who has the, the better, more well-stocked oh. refrigerator? Me. Well... Her because I know it's all in it. Yeah. We got to take all the bush light, and uh, her her aunt bought me the Mickey's hand grenades for uh, Thanksgiving. Wait, so her aunt is buying you stuff? Yeah. Okay, then don't pretend like you're not in like a, a serious relationship. Oh, it is serious. And do you go over there and stay there a lot? Yeah, dude. We almost I had to on Monday because uh, our main kitchen sink backed up. And then all the like raw sewage in our house started pumping. Our, our house is so weird. We have me. When you say our house, you mean you <laughs> me and, and Danny your, and your dude roommate. Me and my dude roommate. Danny. You live in kind of a flop house with another comic. But there's and a, it smells like dude. It and, smells and even weed. worse now because yeah. uh, both and, of, both of our bedrooms have sinks in them. And there was some kind of stoppage in the kitchen sink. And when I was trying to do dishes, all the dirty dishwater Your and like bedrooms have sinks in them. Yeah, for some reason, just sit stand out. That's just no, it's cool, like a motel. Yeah, essentially. And all so of a sudden, you can wash all the blood this, off your hands. All this, all the sewage water just started pumping out of the bottom of the sink <laughs> in my room. Got it. I was about to leave, I and I just find it. raw sewage all over the floor, and I'm having to mop it up before I go to a show. I had a weird Monday. Okay, a very stressful Monday. We'll get into that in a second. But the raw sewage is there. Now, does your lady friend, does she have a roommate? No. Yeah. Well, she has two dogs. Yeah. So she pays way more than you. She pays what Danny and I pay. Yeah. Without yeah. having to yeah. have a and roommate. And then she has she that, an but office. she has you as a roommate. How much How much do you contribute financially to her uh, place? None, but who does the dishes? Who keeps the dishwasher loaded and unloaded so she's not stressed out? Who pretends to be asleep when the dogs yell at three in the morning? Oh, wow. I'm doing my part. Who cooks... Who cooks for her? She makes the coffee. I make the eggs. 
This is basically that, like, our house. Who bought the eggs? I can't believe that you found a cougar that's your age. <laughs> that's really <laughs> actually younger awesome. than me, too. Yeah. He's a, I love that you're a kept man already. It's great. You've learned the lessons. And let me talk to you a little bit about uh, some... Uh, some NFL first. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about last week, and then let's get to Monday, and then we'll get to Wednesday, last night's game. I, I, I mean, Thursday's night Thursday. game. So uh, let's wrap up. You came in last Tuesday. last Tuesday, Tuesday. Last, last Tuesday, uh-huh. before the holidays, and we talked a little bit about uh, what was going to be happening over Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Why don't you run us through that real quick? Thanksgiving. Um, well, uh, everything went as planned. For the most part, other than I forgot that the Lions were going to Lions on Thanksgiving. Right, you did. That's what Big they time. do. It's, uh, I forget that the, the main tradition of the Lions playing on Thanksgiving, regardless of them being 8-2, and two, is them losing on Thanksgiving. Right. Uh, I think they've lost, the. I think they're like 1-8 now in the last nine years on America Thanksgiving. America loves consistency. We uh-huh. love things we can count on. But uh, it's okay. We hedged. We got the Packers at minus six and a half, and they barely held on. Uh, but then uh, the Cowboys absolutely rolled the Commanders. Um, also, I found out that that uh, Commander they changed it from the Washington R words uh, to the Washington Football Team because the last name was offensive. But I realized that the new name, the Washington Commanders, is also offensive. Because Washington, D.C. commanded all those Native Americans to move to Oklahoma. So I guess it still fits with the theme of the team. There you go. Um, Deron Bland broke the record on Thursday. He got his fifth pick six, I think it was, on the season. He has more touchdowns than, I think, there's only 13 wide receivers in the NFL that have more touchdowns than a (laughs) cornerback, which is crazy. (laughs) He got another one last night, too. He didn't score, but he got another interception. He also got burned. But uh, And then um, the 49ers rolled the Seahawks. The Seahawks looked terrible on Thanksgiving. And the jerseys they wore were disgusting. Lime green made the fi- it looked like your TV's color was off because their jerseys were so aggressively green. There's something going on in the Pacific Northwest with all the colors of green they've chosen over the years. The The Oregon football team as well does the same thing. And the Seahawks but that's because they have the Nike of, deal. It doesn't matter. It's all weird and mm-hmm. it doesn't quite work. Uh, but if anything beats uh, Boise State. That's true. So uh, how, turf. Uh, Overall, how did you do in the money? Oh, I was great. It was great. Uh, I went five for six on all my picks on Thanksgiving Day, and then I went three for five on Sunday. Um, Sunday was a good day. Bet on some soccer, too. Had a hell of a Sunday. Went down to Houston, saw the Texans. We got in the NRG parking lot at about 8.30. Um, Texans lost a heartbreaker. Uh, There's nothing like sitting in the nosebleeds 50-yard line and watching an actual like field goal doink happen. You're like, whoa, that ball bounces way further back than you thought it would. But uh, morale was high leaving the stadium. I expected everyone to be really upset because that was our chance to really take a, a stranglehold on the division. But I think the Texans are so much further along than everyone expected them to be that we were just like, hey, you know, it's fine. You know, we'll let we'll let Trevor Lawrence and the Jags have one. But uh, C.J. Stroud is definitely the future of the NFL. Do you think everybody was leaving Energy Stadium happy and in a good mood because they're in the uh, only large city in Texas where rent is even close to affordable? Probably. Yeah, that's um, probably why they were Although, smiling. trying to get out of that parking lot, you might as well get an apartment there. That was a 
terrible. I get why dads do what they do now. We're leaving in the fourth quarter. <laughs> but uh yeah, and then uh I wanna I wanna shout out my guy Pepe. Uh his Giants pulled it out. They didn't even need the points. They won straight up on a uh, missed field goal from the Patriots. Uh people are starting to think maybe it was a big brain move by Bill Belichick so they could get better draft position because that swapped both of those teams. Uh neither of them look great right now. Both teams that was just a straight toilet bowl of a game. Um but yeah, good Sunday. Went to the Dynamo playoff game. It was almost too much sports. Two sporting events in one day is aggressive. So your day just begins generally around uh, eight o'clock. Uh-huh. Uh huh. On most days. Yeah. You wake up. You have a breakfast beer. Yes. You either go and dig ditches at a private school, uh-huh. or you just hang Oof. out with friends and you watch sports all day, and you have saved up enough money because basically your your girl is paying your way through life. That you'll buy tickets and you'll go see three or four sporting events hey, and I'll get hammered you know, all day? I'll have you know, the soccer tickets were free. And because uh, nobody be. really wants to go see <laughs> soccer. And it, it's way more affordable to sit in the nosebleeds of a pro football game than uh, I'd assume. I'm sure if the Texans keep winning, it won't be that way. But, uh, I mean, it was no more than going to see... Uh, the good old Texas Stars at the HEB Center. Isn't it weird to go see a Texas, uh, a Houston Dynamos game? You can't get anywhere near Q2 Stadium if FC is Mm-mm. playing. And they, they don't even have near the record. They had a, a crap season. You can't get a ticket, and if you can, it's going to cost you $200 to go see a soccer match. Mm. You can go over to the Dynamos. In a playoff game. <laughs> walk up to the gate for a playoff game, pay like $3 to somebody, and, and buy a $5 beer. Uh, well, yeah, my, yeah. I forget how much the beers were. I refused to pay for them. I was like, we're not doing this. We're going to go back to Little Woodrow's after you this, refused, and I'll buy beers there. I refused to pay for them. I turned to my girlfriend too, and said, <laughs> you're paying for these beers. Oh, Mrs. Hot Dog did not make the trip down to Houston for these events. <laughs> this is a boys weekend. I did not think that she probably did. All right. Uh, so, great. So, that's, we're going to get to some picks here in just a second. But uh-huh. I, I want to ask you, because you said you had an interesting Monday. Yeah, dude. And generally, your stories that when you say interesting can sometimes be fun. Sometimes there's handcuffs involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or flashing lights, mm-hmm. fisticuffs, anything like that. Uh, mm-hmm. What happened with your Monday? All right, so I was leaving Houston Monday morning, and I get to the Bucky's in Katy, Texas at 8.30 in the morning. 8.30 in the morning. I stopped to get gas and take a leak. And, uh, of course, because everyone knows, like, Bucky's cleanest bathrooms. It's like the M.O. Yeah. And I'm walking in, and there's a, a man that's, like, security in the corner. But not, like, rent-a-cop security. He's wearing, like, the black suit full suit and I'm like this is not waiting on anybody he's waiting on someone to be out there and so I do my business and then <laughs> I go to wash my hands and I feel something like a person next to me washing their hands yeah presence and I look up and I lock eyes in the mirror with Alex Jones <laughs> at 8.30 in the morning at a Bucky's and I was like Whoa, Wait, he's real. Alex is rolling with security now yeah which is crazy they can afford to pay that um considering his legal fees but it it was almost like humanizing to me right because like i was like wow this guy stops at bucky's like anyone else because they have the cleanest bathrooms um this guy loves beaver nuggets uh like really anyone else well we've all seen him we yeah. know he loves his beaver nuggets. he loves his beaver and, nuggets. and he also and he also falsely accuses a bunch of kindergartners of not being de- well i guess he's not like everyone else but i was like <laughs> he was just in there he's like who wants who wants chopped beef sandwich and i was like it's <laughs> like dude you owe one billion dollars to some families you should not be paying but i would get the take one. Candy. Oh my god these, these cherry sours these cherry sours they're incredible i just i don't care if I, you turn on the front i drove I, 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 I drove all the way to columbus in silence like i was just like i can't 
8.30 in the morning is not the time you want to be from me to Smokey just with a man that spreads sat, the worst propaganda. I sat on a, at a table, and then the other table opposing me, so I was facing him for the entire meal at a Luby's one time, just Alex Jones and I, and every time he'd look up, he would do, like, the, the nod. Uh, yeah, how, yeah, how are you? Right. I could tell that he could kind of recognize you. He didn't remember. We said when I would do stand-up, he, a lot of times he was invited to do shows and oh. stuff. But uh, that's a long time ago. That's 20 years ago mm-hmm. before he went uh, full tilt boogie. Super crazy. Yeah. I, I just hope he didn't know that George Soros is who's under that beaver costume. <laughs> All right, let's get to uh, this weekend's headlines. we got to get into them. Clear that out of the way. And then we've got uh, comedian Chad Daniels coming in here in just a little bit, uh, whose new special is killing it. You even wrote me last night. You, uh-huh. you were pretty stoked that Chad's coming in. Yeah, I really like the guy a lot. I didn't know, I, I've never I gotten to maybe, meet him, but... Well, you'll get to meet him this morning. Uh-huh. Me and Danny, when we'd work from home, would just put on different Chad Daniels albums and just like listen to them throughout he's the incredible, day. He's incredible, isn't yeah, he? I was so trying funny. to explain that to some of the young folk in the room today. So, so funny. Okay, uh, give it to us. Uh, let's get. Uh, do we have a? We don't have a float here, do we? No, no, we're good. Ladies and gentlemen, that. here are the picks for this weekend. What are we? Uh, what are we checking out this weekend in NFL? Early games are a little boring. Uh, CBS's early game is the Broncos at the Texans. The Broncos have been rolling. I think they've won six straight now, five or six straight. They have like over fifteen forced turnovers in those games. They're constantly getting the ball. This is a team that allowed seventy points in one game, and they've suddenly figured out how to play defense. Um. I'm, I'm staying away from picking anything on that just because I don't want the Texans to break my heart, and I would hate to lose to the Broncos. Um, the early game on Fox is the Lions at the Saints. Another coin toss of a game. I, you don't know what you're going to get with the Lions. They seem impressive, and then they're Saints future. are in that game. The Saints, they do have the, the Saints are winning that game. It's in uh, the no longer, I think it's the Little Caesars Dome now is what they call it. It's no longer <laughs> the Mercedes Dome. Or it's the Caesars Sportsbook. I can't remember, but... Did, did, somebody, sold- did somebody... Tell uh, the Mercedes people to go f themselves. Did I guess. Elon get involved in that one? I, I just. I, I, step I, when's down the last to the time you Caesars? saw a Mercedes in New Orleans? Anyways, um, and then the Fox late game. Our late game. We are spoiled. I think this is probably. Yeah, I'm surprised it's not. They didn't flex it in a prime time, but I'm glad they didn't because that means there be more points in the afternoon. Um, definitely the best watch of the weekend is the San Francisco 49ers traveling to Philadelphia to play the Eagles. I think. If both of these teams stay healthy for the rest of the season, this is the NFC Championship game you're looking at. It was the NFC Championship game last year. Uh, last year, the 49ers were down to their third-string quarterback, Brock Purdy, who turned out to be a revelation. He gets hurt on his like fifth throw of the game. He tears his UCL on his uh, elbow, and they have to go to a fourth-string quarterback. It got to the point where they were asking if the running back, if Brock Purdy was ambidextrous and could throw left-handed. Like It was so sad that they actually didn't get a shot at it, so mm-hmm. they're coming in for revenge. Uh, 49ers have looked good. I don't think they look good enough to be a favorite in this game. That's the weirdest thing is that the Eagles are an underdog this week. Um, I, I I was thinking Eagles uh, for the underdog pick of the week at plus three, but then I saw a sign from God when I was buying my bush light this morning. I stopped at the gas station by my old Aww. lady's house. And, uh, yeah, they, uh, the, the man delivering all the beer to the gas station out there. I mean, it was so much beer on the, I was like, where are they going to put this all? Is there's more Speaking beer. Speaking of, what are you drinking for this morning? 25 ounces of what? Bush light to get Dang. my mind right. There you go. Um, and, and the gentleman delivering all the beer was wearing a Green Bay Packers hoodie. Wow. And I was right. like, oh, well, it's obviously going to be Packers plus five and a half at home against the Kansas City Chiefs. That's right. So that's your underdog pick of the week? My underdog pick. I liked them better when they were six. 
but I'm not one to ignore a sign from God. There you go. And so we're going to take Packers plus five and a half mm. over the Kansas City Chiefs for the underdog pick of the week. We're rolling in the money. We could throw some wild cards out there right now in terms of underdog picks. Now, that sounds fantastic. So a little bit later in the morning, we'll also get to your parlay uh-huh, and all that I, good stuff. Uh-huh. I'm thinking of going college football for this one since we got championship weekend. Oh, really? Uh-huh. And by the way, congratulations to your Texas State Bobcats. Ooh. Heck yeah. They had their first winning season in what, a decade? Yeah, forever. We're bowling, baby. We're going bowling. Are you pretty stoked? Yeah, it's awesome. I'm excited. How fun is it going to be to go tailgate a bowl game and not go into the stadium? Yeah. I'll just tailgate the Texas State parking lot because odds are they're not playing anywhere near here. (laughs) Being the Boise Potato Bowl or something like that. Well, that's great. Uh, stand-up's going well for you? Everything else going well? Yeah, dude. Bombed twice last night. It was good. Oh, so really? Same old, same old. Yeah, just I love, classic I love the consistency. Magic. Love yeah. the consistency. Velve Magic. Had a good one Monday. So, you know, you win some, you lose some, just like gambling. Uh, things are going good. Got a good announcement for later this month. Uh, probably waste that uh, later this month. Let some people know about a good thing going on in January. But, uh yeah, new show at Lowdown was great. Thanks for coming out. There yeah, I had a blast actually going uh, to go see the show at Lowdown. It was really fun. Uh huh. It was a good time. Tuesdays, it's free, folks. Come out. Alan's a great guy at Lowdown Lounge. We're doing a fun thing every Tuesday night. It's at every Tuesday. I thought it was oh, just wait, like no, once it's the a month. first, the first and third Tuesday. That you realize first and third. You really should probably buckle figure down out when on on when your show is because that yeah. would help. Yeah, I should get back to using the desk calendar. My desk calendar still thinks it's October. Um, not good for keeping my <laughs> affairs in line. Well. And that's not actual affairs, Mrs. Hot Dog. Um, but yeah, things are going great. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is Dr. Hot Dog, Sawyer Stull himself. Uh, speaking of shows, remember we have a, uh, a brand new Evenings with Matt and Bob. Chewy will be there high out of his gourd. Uh, listeners will be there. There will, of course, always be prizes, games, all kinds of fun. If you haven't been to one of our live performances at Cap City, hey, try us out this time. It's happening December 13th, 7.30 is showtime. We'll be wrapped up by 9. You'll be home in bed by 9.30. Tickets at CapCityComedy.com. We are Mornings, mornings with Matt and Bob presents <laughs> Nods to the Odds. We're Mornings with Matt and Bob, and uh, we're just counting down the moments. Uh, just a couple of minutes here. Uh, Chad Daniels should be in the room. Who uh, I've told you before, even before he was coming in, I've just said it on the radio before, when people say, who are your favorite comics? He was always in my list. He, he is just absolutely incredible. Uh, very smart guy, down to earth. And one of these guys who's built a career outside of the Hollywood system, and uh, just fantastic. Uh, I'm assuming... The majority of you out there are already aware of Chad, who he is, and his multiple specials. If not, uh, you're in for a real treat uh, to get turned on to him later this morning. Let's get into Not of the Odd. Let's break down some of the odd stories out there. Uh, the A few people in the uh, extreme right wing are mad at Kellogg's. They say that Fruit Loops is a woke cereal and that people should stop giving their money to Kellogg's and their woke cereal, Fruit Loops. Of course, Fruit Loops is a rainbow-colored Cereal, right? They see that as being suspicious. Anyway, uh, I, it's kind of hard when you break it down and you go, oh, "Well, Fruit Loops has actually existed for over fifty years." Uh, they don't want to talk about that part. They're just like, "No, no, no." It's all it, they were just playing the long game. I think. So the produce section, we just try to dye the the fruit to gray, yeah, or something. I think what they should be upset about is somehow every single Fruit Loop tastes the exact same flavor. Shouldn't they be different? Shouldn't they should. They should. Uh, Chaya Raichik, who's the creator of Libs of TikTok, you might be familiar with. Uh, <laughs> it's a and, and it's an account that's filled with joy and happiness. Uh, she ra- oh, weighed in and said that Kellogg's wants to indoctrinate your children with breakfast cereal. She's urging followers to stop giving them 
your money. Hmm. And Wokeness, which is another account on Twitter, they've got uh, 2 million followers. They shared photos of the Fruit Loop boxes. The boxes are promoting a tagline for a new digital library, and it says, Fruit Loops is now encouraging kids to go online and read our free library of woke propaganda, woke propaganda which is not exactly uh, what it says. But they've decided that it's saying that every kid should be proud of themselves and be happy. And uh, and they, they don't like that. Come on in here, Chad. Sit down. Join in when you want to. Do we have, uh, do we have head cuffs for, for we Chad? We right here. Awesome. And uh, then let's just get to one more, and then let's get out of here in a hurry and get to Chad. Okay. Sound good? Uh, there is a woman named Jung Yu Jung. A little repetitive. She's 23 years old. She loves uh, true crime podcasts. Who does? And what young lady out there doesn't love a true crime podcast? You know what I mean? Murderers? Young women love all the same thing. Mm -hmm. Glass of wine with their friends. A guy who will listen to the plans the first time. And a podcast about people being murdered. Uh, She's currently on trial. Actually, she's just been uh, sentenced to life. Uh, She said she became fixated with the idea of trying out murder. And uh, so she hired an English language teacher. She's in Korea. And she stabbed the woman to death (laughs) in her home and asked why. She said, I wanted to try out murder. She says she does not think she's a murderer. She just wanted to see what it felt like. And now she knows. Isn't manslaughter kind of trying out murder? It's murder light. Yeah. Well, she's murdered somebody. Anyway, I say congratulations to her. Speaking of podcasts, somebody in this room has a brand new podcast, and I want to talk to him about it. Chad Daniels, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me back. Do you know for, I don't know, for 23, I think I met you in 2000. Probably. And any time I address you, I have to check in my head, is it Chad Daniel or Chad Daniels? I do that. I know it is. But every time I always am panicked, is it just Chad Daniel? Why is that? I don't know. Is there a Chad Daniel in the world? Probably. And then there's probably a Chad Daniel son. Yes. Yes, there is. I guarantee that. And he uh, waxes on and waxes off. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely. Hey, first of all, uh, welcome to the show. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you for coming in to do a show when you're not even promoting anything in the city. I'm promoting a ton of stuff. Oh, not in the city. I beg your pardon. You You remember Chewy. (laughs) This is our good friend Sawyer Stull, Dr. Hot Dog. Doctor. And then we have all of our friends are in here. We have uh, interns. We have audiences. Everybody, this is Chad. Hi. I'm looking around the room and I'm seeing that we met before some of these people were alive. We did meet before some of these people were alive. Yes, that is true. That's true. How does that feel? Feel good feel, inside? It feels so old. It does. Feels pretty gross. You are old, incredibly old. I'm very old. And uh, and really, life is over for you. <laughs> done. Uh, your kids are now off to college, and you've yep. done really one of the smartest moves that that anyone could possibly do as an empty nester. You've gone and met a young hot lady, shacked up with and a hot, shacked chick. up with a young hot chick. This is what I want to talk to you about. You have a brand new podcast. You notice how I'm saying hot chick, and he keeps saying young hot chick. Mm-hmm. Feels like he's adding a word I don't yeah. like. <laughs> how old is she? Doesn't matter. <laughs> she's 34. She's a grown up. She's a. Full, she is a grown up. She's a full grown up. She is. Who was a child when you became a grown-up? But that's here's the thing. That here's, I the thing <laughs> here's the thing, defensive Chad. Here's the thing, defensive Chad. What it, is it? It's not like I babysat her. I didn't know her when she was a that's child. True. That would be gross. That's true. Yeah. That would be gross. That would be gross. Right. Even if you dated one of the Olsen twins at this point, you saw them when they were kids, and that's disgusting. It is. Mm. You never saw her. You never I met her. I met this person as a fully formed human being adult. 
So but there's you, no. There's. She goes. Want to see a picture of me when I was younger? I don't. <laughs> I don't Here's the thing that is creepy. If you're dating someone who is 30, you can 34. go. You cute. <laughs> You can go far enough back on her Facebook to find photos where it feels creepy. And I won't ever. I have. They're great. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you're doing a podcast now uh, with your... 27-year-old girlfriend. I have two podcasts. You do. One's now, called you, Mixed mi- Reviews. What you have, okay, you have... Um, uh, no, 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 that's my special. Sorry. Yeah. One's called <laughs> Middle of Somewhere. Middle of Somewhere is the podcast you've had for some time, and we've talked about it on, yeah. on, on air, yeah. right? And it's fantastic, but you have a brand new one now that you are actually doing up with a person that you're in love with. Yeah, that's true. We bought a house, and we were sitting around on Football Sunday, and we were just laughing about something, and we go, well, let's just, let's try this. Let's go record Let's just record this. it. I mean, we have all the stuff in the house anyways for, from the OnlyFans. <sighs> so why not just put it on a podcast? Instead? Right. Here's what I love about the podcast. And you saw, you saw the comment, didn't you, as I tagged you in the comment, didn't I? Yes. And that, because that's, that's when I texted you about doing the show. Okay. Okay, the podcast is great. Just on face, it's great. But I think the reason it's really great is the stuff that we can't control because as comics we can we're always kind of controlling what we're doing. We right. we're we've already said hey we don't work well with others. That's why what we've chosen to do for, the, for our entire life is to stay on stage alone. Yeah. And then if anyone in the audience speaks out, we call them c bombs, right? Like it's a, it's already there's a lot of stuff in there about how we're broken the people we are. Ask ask a comedian to play doubles tennis once and see how it goes. <laughs> I'm not going to count on somebody else to win this thing. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not who, which one of us is opening? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but what was great is I was watching you in it, and you have, you've picked up a pillow off of the sofa. Yeah. But you're holding it in front of your body. Fat buster. You call it a fat buster. <laughs> it is absolutely 100%. It is subconscious body language because you're talking to someone Who's asking you real questions, and I think that you feel vulnerable in a way that you that your that your conscious mind doesn't even know. I need to hold something. I need something in front of me to protect me from the questions that are coming from the person that I love because it's actually a great podcast, and I think it's a great podcast for any dude to watch because I'm getting to see you and guys act differently when they're at home alone with their lady than they do when they're out with other dudes. Sure. One hundred percent. Yeah. But I'm getting to see you act and make the kind of jokes you do when you're around home with her. Yeah. And that makes it doubly fun. Well, thank you. What's the name of it? It is called Pretend Problems. Why pretend? Because uh, I think a lot of times that couples will blow up over not a lot of stuff. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. And she. so this is the first time I've ever been in a relationship um, with communication or good communication. <laughs> okay. And she's real good at it. So I'll, I'll start to start, you know, I'll run downhill with my thoughts and she'll go, you know what? I'm going to come back in five minutes. Why don't you just gather this stuff up, and then we can have the conversation? Because I'll be like, you know what? And then another thing, and remember this? This and is she's where like, I'm going to step out of the room for a second. I'm going to come to your defense on something because I'm teasing you about the fact that you've started dating this 21 year old, right? Right. It, but the, the thing is, and where it's unfair when women roll their eyes at guys and go, oh, typical younger woman. She's younger only in years, but maturity wise. Light years ahead. Light years ahead. Killing me. Absolutely destroying me. Right. Maturity. She has a 50-year-old child around the house. You're not 50 yet, are you? I'm not 50 yet. But but I will say this. Um, You know, in... in, Very quick with that, by the way. Very quick with that. 44? 48. In a man's defense, um, 
remember trying to have an emotion when you were a kid? Yeah, it doesn't work. Great luck. Yeah. Best of luck to you. Doesn't work. Yeah. Wuss. Yeah. Oh, you're a what are you embarrassed? Wussy. Figure it out. And then you punch a wall and everybody's like, okay, Whoa. there he is. There he is. <laughs> There's the boy. Yeah. That's a guy I was trying to raise. Why do you, do you know why my father wanted to raise a child who would punch a wall? He wanted to teach me how to fix drywall. Yeah. I, and, and the fact That's that smart. I can patch. That's smart. He feels good about that. He's like, I've given you a, a, I've given you a skill you can utilize. Yeah. Do you know why my dad wanted me to punch a wall? Me either. Dad, if you're listening, where are you? <laughs> Call us, please. <laughs> That's it is I've tried to have this conversation with my wife at times because she talks about, you know, do you want your son to be like this? Like, no, nobody wants this. Right. But when you were raised, you, you grew up in Minnesota yeah. or Midwest? Yeah, Minnesota, yeah. You played football growing up? Uh-huh. Anything like that? Okay. So you'll get it. When I was raised, I would play sports and I had all these coaches, and coaches would say to you, do you want to be number two? Because number two is a loser. It's first loser, right? Yeah. The whole point, and they would line you up and they go, look at everybody on your team. One of you is going to be the star of this team. Is it going to be you? And it was part of motivating, right? But everything. <laughs> but such horrible motivation. But everything from, the very, from, from a very young age, yeah. everything that I was taught was you're in competition with all other men for all resources, and there's only number one. Right. And then we wonder, well, why are so many men depressives and do they drink too much and that they bottle up their emotions? And then why do they kick dogs after a, lo- a football loss? And it's because, well, not only are you a loser, but your dog didn't help at all. Dog looks like a football, <laughs> too, sometimes. Sometimes they do the small, furry, uncomfortable ones, right? And uh, that I've been trying to explain to her. It's like that. I'm not trying to be an a-hole. In fact, I've tried right. my damnedest as I've grown up. To get out of that. We talk about it on the show a lot. We talk a lot with dudes who work in the trades that call here, and we go, yeah, it's really hard to have those conversations even when you're trying to because you don't want your son to have the same thing. But I'm also tied in between. Like, I still also want my son to know, hey, look, is there any way you can hold the tears in until you get to a stall or something because you can make yourself a mark? I was also going to say that. Have you ever met guy? Have you ever met guys that grow up being allowed to have feelings? They're the worst. So annoying. So, <laughs> so there has to be a middle ground, yeah. but how do you find it? Yes, I do know a therapist. Is that what you're asking? <laughs> I'm just saying. There's, there yes, to, there, there are some guys that, that went to the Taylor Swift concert. Yes, we know that they exist, right? Yeah. But that that it, it is. It, do you feel uncomfortable if somebody in a room starts crying for any reason? Not really. No? Uh-uh. Oh, I do. Oh, how, what? What? Ha- what's the reason they're crying that makes you uncomfortable? Any reason? As long as there's tears? If somebody's crying because someone's died, I don't know what to do. Have you ever yeah. been to a funeral? Yeah. Oh, well, that has to be Very horrible. uncomfortable. That has to be horrible for you. Yeah. Everyone's be, crying. To be all horny for a dead died. body like yeah, that? no kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. No one told me it was going to be an open casket. <laughs> can't, can't shut the casket on those things, you uh, know what I'm saying? I would have uh, worn some more restrictive pants. You, but you, that, is, that is the part that I don't like about myself, that I get... Like, I try to fix crying really fast. Like when you're crying? No, I, I don't think I've ever... I don't I don't think I have the ability. Do you want a hug? Hey, look at me. It's not your fault. I love that, man. It's not your fault. <laughs> look at me. It's not your fault. Do you know why that's not going to work on me? Why? I'm not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know math, so I can't, you're not going to make me cry, Robin Williams. <laughs> Is this your way of telling me you're going to kill yourself? Because please don't, Chad. Uh, I... I 
I get I feel like, oh, it's my job to help fix the situation somehow very quickly if someone starts crying. Like, what do I do? Oh, Which, I, oh no way. I don't oh. cry it out. I go, you know what I think? My first thought is, it's not me. <laughs> so you feel, you feel kind of good I'm, about I, it? I'm, I didn't do this. Today, I'm not the one crying. <laughs> so do you cry? I can cry. Absolutely. Do it. <laughs> I don't think on on command. You can't on command. I don't think so. That's why you're never gonna make it in Hollywood. There's no doubt. Well, you puss. There's no doubt. Are you afraid to cry, little bitch? <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Is it uh, is it because is it because there's a lady in the room? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. So you'll, you'll cry in front of a lady? Sure. I mean, it sure. depends what's going on. How do you think you got the twenty year old? You should. Well, I think we already used twenty. You got to go to eighteen now. Yeah, I that's think. fair. <laughs> is it weird for your daughter that she that you have a girlfriend that's younger than her? Pretty weird. Yeah. <laughs> also, just I want to be clear, that's not the case. I, I like how you're <laughs> fixing it too. You're like, oh, I need to fix that because no one knows. No, right? Everyone's listening, and they go, oh, you know my that we, God, can we I, don't know how old his daughter is. Do you know what a great thing is? We've talked about your podcast. We've talked that you live with her. We haven't mentioned her name yet. Sure, it's Kelsey Cook. We should probably get that. And she's a very, very funny um, comic. Very funny stand-up comedian. Is that, to switch gears, is it weird when you're dating a comic? Is that weird? This is the first time I've dated a comic. Yeah, I would never do it. And so I didn't know what it was going to be like, but it's pretty great because when we're off work, we're off work, right? No one's going to a day job so we can hang out. And, uh, you know, when you have questions about, I'm horrible at social media because as we discussed, I'm 160. Right. And I don't know how to do the thing. And she's like, well, you got to do this and you got to do it. And she knows all that stuff. And then I can help her with the business side of it because I've been in it longer. So it actually is working out pretty well. The business side being everyone in it is gross. Yeah. And any guy who says, let's write together is trying <laughs> to bang you. <laughs> I don't say that. I don't listen. If she wants to write with somebody, go for it. <laughs> hey, I don't. I don't own the person. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll probably start crying. But <laughs> she ever made you cry playing foosball? No, but man, she is so frustrating. <laughs> she's so good at foosball. She's oh a, yeah, she's a professional foosball player. Wait, okay. Her Hang mom on. is in the Just International a... <laughs> Foosball Hall of Fame. This isn't a real. I promise. This you. is not a thing that's happening right now. She has. So here's how I met her. I met her on her web series called Wrists of Fury that is about she would bring comedians in and then they would talk all this you know crap because she's just this little petite woman and then she destroys everybody she plays Wrists of Fury Wrists of Fury and with a name like that you would think most comics who spend a lot of time on the road would be fantastic at it yeah <laughs> she just destroys them uh, so you met her so she asked you to come on the podcast yes did you start flirting with her right then? No. So it was a, a, a wild. First time later. I had ever met her. Right. We even say that on the on the show. And then uh, we both got afterwards a bunch of messages. Yeah, this is the thing right here. She's playing Thick Noon. <laughs> they got the cleavage cam. That is smart to have the cleavage cam. That keeps people around. Yeah. I love, uh, this is great. I can't play foosball. I can't, uh, it's the one bar, as much of a drunk as I am, I should be better at it. Uh, darts, pool, uh, vomiting into a trash can are all things I can do. Absolutely. But uh, foosball is difficult. Yeah, so so I met her on this, and then uh, we got a bunch of messages like, hey, are you guys dating? And she was married, and I was in a long-term happy relationship. This is true. Oh, and hang on. This, that deserves a... Oh, I hit the wrong one. 
We didn't talk for. Uh, oh, wow, that is, that <laughs> is different. That's what I wanted That's for a sure. Different Very tone different in here all of a sudden. Um, so we didn't talk for about a year after that, and then uh, she got divorced. Found out I was single. She listens to Middle of Somewhere. That's my other podcast. I know I brought it up, but I want to say the right name this time. And then she uh, she called me, and she was like, "Hey, I heard you were single. Did you get Did you get any of these messages?" About, she called you. Yeah, I know. Nice. I know. It's hard to believe. But then she she said, did you get these messages after we were on the show together? And I said, yeah, I got a bunch asking if we were dating and blah, blah, blah. And then she goes, so did I. Why don't we see if the, the chemistry is real? And so then we started dating. And now that we started the podcast, most of the comments on the YouTube uh, channel for a podcast is uh, they are, I knew this was going to happen. As soon as I saw you guys playing foosball, I mean, you were so flirty. Now we can do this. Thank you. See, I just got him in reverse order. You were were so flirty, and he was so nervous and all this stuff. So, I mean, we tried it, and it worked, clearly. That's amazing. And you like it. I like what? This relationship. I do. Yeah, I've never been a real fan of. I don't talk publicly about. I know you don't, but your body language. This is great. Your body language when I see you now is different. A little more shoulders back. I think you're happier right now. I am. See, this is guys talking about real stuff. Yeah. My wife gets upset with me because I can go out with a dude, and she's like, well, is he seeing anybody? What's going on in his life? I was like, I have no earthly idea. Right. And she's like, what do you talk about? And I was like, guy stuff, which is to talk about nothing. Yeah. If you talk about something, feelings might come up. So you have to <laughs> avoid that by just talking about nothing, right? And that's what we right. did. Make small talk. And um, but I see a different you right now, which is good. What do you Matt, guys think? Matt's gonna cry. I'm not gonna cry. Matt's gonna, Matt's gonna cry. No, I'm not gonna so. cry. I'm not like Chad. I'm not a big piece of ass. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a strong man who can operate a chainsaw. Uh, last thing I want to ask you about, and then we're just well, gonna let be me ask you okay. this: when you when you're on the highway. And someone, you see someone coming to pass you. Do you do you let it happen, or do you speed up? To pa- oh, I I always I, I first of all I, I'm rarely in the left hand lane unless I need to be passing somebody. Okay. And I'm I am quite fine with somebody passing me. And and when they pass me, I don't do this BS thing where you then speed up to kind of keep that person's speed all of a sudden is passing you. Well, who's the bitch now? Got him. Wow. Wow, that hurt. I really because I thought you were going to say, "Oh, you're like an empty man," and then it's why you feel like you need to race somebody. But you've proven me there to be just weak. No, no, no. I was just trying to grab at something because I, I did not think that was going to be your answer. Really? Uh-uh. So, in knowing me all these years, you thought that I would would not I let think, somebody. I think on paper, you just told me you cannot cry, and yeah. to me, that, I tried to. That translates to the person that goes, Mm-mm, "You're not getting around me." No, no, that's not who I am. Well, good for you. That's not who I am. And I wouldn't mind... You're a... I wouldn't mind crying. I wouldn't mind crying. Well, we can can do it. Yeah, I think I've teared up sometimes. It's always weird, too. It's like uh, I've had a couple drinks and there's a weird commercial on or something. You know know what? Hey, I'll be honest with you. Here's the thing that always gets me. Always gets me. And it's where I get misty-eyed. I don't get uh, cryy-cryy, but I get misty-eyed. Every single time there's one of those videos that comes out... Where there's a, gir- a girl in high school, uh, and they ask her to come out in front of the whole 
you know, the whole high school, mm-hmm. and they start talking to her about it and then say something about, oh, it's Veterans Day, and we all want to, because her dad is oh, there. Yeah. And all of a sudden, a box opens up, and her dad is there, and she bursts into tears. Yeah. Every single time, it gets me. Every single time. When kids cry, and I think it's because I want so badly for my children to be excited to see me one time in life. I think it's what it is. And I've considered going overseas. Maybe I need to go fight in a war. So is there any time that my children would ever be excited when I walk through the door? I remember when I was married, I had this dog that when I would get home would pee all over the rug. And my wife would be like, oh, here we go again, this damn dog. I'm like, you know how nice it is for someone to be excited that I'm home? I'll let this dog piss all over the whole house. It's, it's incredible. When you walked in, Chewy took a big old deuce uh, over there just for you. I believe yeah, it. Just for excitement. Excitement's sake. Yeah, I, I uh, had a couple nights of bourbon. And then um, my daughter was, you know, we were looking at colleges, and I started thinking about that, becoming an empty nester. Right. And then there's this uh, commercial on TV where the dad would take gum wrappers, and he would make uh, mm. the, the swans paper cranes or whatever. Or whatever. Cranes, yeah. yeah, the paper cranes. And then um, he would always, like, leave them for her at the breakfast table or whatever, right. and it showed right. this montage when she was little, all right. these cranes. So they're moving her to college. They get to the dorm, and she pulls this uh, shoebox out, and it's, she fumbles, and the top comes off. And it's all these cranes and right. good luck. Yeah. Dude, really? Just opened right up? t-shirt contest in my own house. <laughs> Showing the boobs. It was insane. Just... <laughs> yeah. It was brutal. I've always wanted to be one of those dads that leaves a little note or something for their kids. I have woken up late every single day for 15 years, and I, I leave them nothing. I leave them nothing but the, the thin scent of gray flannel throughout the house. What, what is, is that cologne still made? That's the cologne my dad wore. It always smelled like gray flannel in the house. Jeffrey Bean's gray flannel for Christmas. <laughs> Jeffrey with a G? With a G, exactly. Of course it was. B-E-E-N-E. Yeah. So why don't you leave a note before you go to bed? All right, we've been talking about Chad Daniels. It's been really fun. I've really enjoyed it. It's been a, a really good time. Uh, I want to talk to you about specials and everything else that's coming up. Okay, yep. sound good? Yeah. And uh, he's going nowhere. We're hanging, and we'll roll everybody else back in here. Now everybody's gotten to know you. Let's just hang out and BS a little bit. I would love that. Uh, yeah, uh, you're just rolling in town. You're you're performing in down in San Antonio. San Antonio Friday, Sat today, and tomorrow is what I should say. Morning to Matt and Bob. It's a full house today. Friday morning house party. We've got all the interns in. Chewy, of course. Chewy, you got quiet. You started to say it the way. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm having fun. No, I know? appreciate I'll it. I was, catch, in, I was catching up with the bud. Of course, Dr. Hot Dog Sawyer's in here as well, and we're uh, joined by incredible comic. Uh, now I realize that sounds backhanded, like Sawyer isn't, um, <laughs> but he's not. Uh, Chad Daniels is also in here. Who? Uh, uh, do you feel like you've hit stardom? Do you get to no. feel like that yet? Uh-uh. Because for me, it feels like I've watched you grow in this. You were, you know, there was a, a group of us that all kind of were running around together and knew yeah. each other back in the day. And uh, I, I don't even know what you would call the name, but it, you know, you and, and, and Isaac and, and Evans mm-hmm. and a bunch of people that all knew each other, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, you were a bit of a leader, like you were a little bit ahead of all of us. And then you have. Your career, I think a lot of people, I admire it because you, you, you stuck to your guns. You're like, no, I'm not going to go to L.A. I'm going to live here with my kids in the great white north, and I'm going to try to run my career out of here. And you've done yeah. that, and you got smart, too. Early on, you were like, I'm going to make specials. I'm just going to put them out. I yeah. don't need you to – I don't need somebody else to do this for me. Well, I just wanted to have a back catalog, so I thought to myself, if I ever have any fans – 
then they'll have all these hours to go back and watch afterwards and kind of see everything progress. And now, when I go on the ride, I brought my son uh, Isaac to San Francisco with me, and this woman came out and she goes, what does your son think about you talking about him on stage? And I go, why don't you ask him? And she lost her mind. It was like a Beatles moment. Oh, because she realized suddenly that was Isaac, and he's he's literally, you've raised him on stage. You've been telling stories about him since he was a tiny kid. Yeah, so people feel like my kids have grown up in their house if they listen, and she picked him up and spun him around. I mean, it was wild. (laughs) And so... Um, I just like that. That's why I did that because I wanted to get everything out. I didn't want to sit on one hour until fans started showing up. I just wanted to get the hour out, write a new one, and keep doing it. And so there'd be a back catalog of things people could kind of, you know, become fans retroactively. Sawyer told me this morning when you recorded this last one, did you record two at the same time? I did. Yeah, in December 3rd in Madison, Wisconsin, I recorded. So the early show was one hour. And then I went, we changed the set, I changed clothes, and then I came out and did a completely different hour. So there's one take a piece. I refuse to do, uh, what do they call pickups right. afterwards. Because I'm not going to P- come pick out. Pickups, for people don't know, they literally will hold the same audience. They'll have you come out, retell a joke, and tell the audience, please hit that laughter really big right here because you want to fix that joke yep. or whatever. And I just, I have a very hard time. For as much as I'm willing to cry and, and do all that stuff, I have a very hard time knowing that that many people would have that information that, well, he needed a second chance. So, right. I, I mean, I You have a hard up. time admitting to it how bad the first take was. Right. And so, no, no, not, not admitting. <laughs> I, I leave it in. I need you to know. I need you to know that it was perfect. It's, I don't need to do that again. It was perfect. No, I, I so the, the closing joke I tell in mixed reviews that's on YouTube right now for free, um, I screwed up the where the flight was from and to. And so, uh, oh, I would have never guessed. You thought that was all. Yeah, in there? I thought. Yeah, the oh, way that no. you spin it during the joke too is just like you. I mean, you make a joke out of messing up the joke. Then, in that sense, yeah, but that, but that's the kind of thing I, I didn't want to go. All right, let me start over and let me redo this, right? Because the the joke is, I, I was on a flight, which, by the way, it doesn't matter where the flight originated yeah. at all. It, but just it matters to you in your head because, because now I was you're telling the story, right? right? So I go. I, I was supposed to be from Salt Lake City to San Jose, but I said Sacramento to San Jose, and those are. That's like a 45-minute drive, so you'd never fly that. And so then I just made fun of myself for quite a while and just left it all in there because, I don't know. I feel like sometimes when you watch a Polish special, you just go, no way. Yeah. Or or if you know somebody recorded four shows to get one special and there's still a joke that sucks, you're like, you didn't get that in four tries? Boo. I think one of the greatest specials out there still is that Hedberg special for that he did for Comedy Central that fell so flat that later on came out without. Did you know what I'm talking about? It came out dry without the fixed audio. Yeah, he he ate it. He ate he. This is a guy that people now look at as one of the the upper echelon right. of, of exactly. comedians. Like, and geni- I think there's, the, the word genius gets thrown. And around. there's no better way to show people what comedy is really lo- like than to have a guy who's recording for Comedy Central for an audience who doesn't really know who he is, and they don't like him. They don't he, like him. He sits down on the stairs at the end. And that is not because it's going great. It is not. He's a, exhausted. It's not a sign he off. He is of exhausted like, you guys from doing the so show. Much, I'm going to sit down and be comfortable. Yeah. He hated them. Yeah. And sat down. And then when they put it out and edited it, uh, it came out for a bit, and it was it was all fixed in post. Right. With and then someone it. had the brilliant idea of let's just put it out dry so people yeah. could see what really happened. Yeah. And it is chef's kiss.
Love well, it. Yeah, Joe DeRosa it, did that too. Joe DeRosa put out a double album where he put out, he originally was supposed to record a special and the audience was drunk and terrible. And he decided, I'm putting this out in my <laughs> album. I'm going to put out. Then he went and recorded it again a few weeks later. And he's like, I think I'm going to use Tonight as my album because you guys have been great. But then he decided, why am I going to, I'm going to put it out as a double album so you can hear the exact same material and see yeah. how much when you guys go, I thought I was helping by yelling out. Just right. show you how little you're helping when you're screaming out in the audience. I record all my shows on my phone just so I can go back and listen the next morning. And there have been times, Milwaukee is the first time I ever did it. They were such a bad crowd. I pulled the setup from the night before on my phone. And I played the exact same joke and just held it to the microphone. <laughs> and I was like, do you see what the audience is supposed to do during these words? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, same town, same club, same words. Ridiculous. Why are you all so bad at being an audience? Yeah, it's brutal. You're horrendous. Uh, what else? Are you, what, 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 are, what are you doing now? Like, now it's wintertime. Do you try to stay on the road as much as possible? Because you live in BFE... Minnesota. Well, not anymore. So, really? uh, Kelsey moved from Washington to Minnesota to live with me, and we live in Minneapolis now. Okay. So this is the first time. Well, still, I've ne- I've never lived in Minneapolis before. I get that, but let for us here in Texas. Okay. It's the same as if you lived in. B- I mean, <laughs> restaurants are open past nine, Matthew. Right, and you have a big mall. We're happy for yes. you. Uh but and you get to go to the Taste of Minnesota in the summertime. I can't wait. It's gonna be wonderful. I can't wait. But uh, it's still freezing cold. Well, there's no snow on the ground, and right now it's in the 40s. So it's pretty decent. Oh, that sounds great. It's it's For us, it's de- it's great. Except that the light comes in at a low angle, and even at noon, you ca- your body casts a shadow that's 55 feet long. It is weird because you go, how come I can't see when I'm driving, but it's, it's still yeah. cold? Because it's, it's dark. <laughs> it's dark at noon. <laughs> yeah, it's and it's really frustrating. I was watching, when I was watching that uh, Michigan-Ohio State game last weekend, yeah. and it's noon there. And they're, they all look like sundials, and it all looks. I was like, oh, it's the sun is setting at noon because the angle is so low. It's miserable up there, and you have nothing to do but drink. It is miserable. Um, Sounds fun. I don't go on the road. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. Just, Sawyer, I don't know if you noticed, but Sawyer brought in a breakfast <clears throat> beer. Sawyer's doing that really fun thing when you're a comic in your 20s and you don't care yet. Oh, you'll start to care. Yeah. Unemployed. You'll start to care. Yeah, you'll start to care. Just, just give it time. But, you know, we bought a house. We bought a house that we really like. It's both of our, it's our dream house, right? We made a list of, I told her, because she's never owned a home before. And so I go, she lived in L.A. for a long time, and then she moved back um, to take care of her mom in Washington. So she had an apartment. And I go, make a list, but make it unrealistic, right? I mean, really, if, if you're writing something down and you go, oh, this would never happen, write it down anyways, because that way we're going to look for a long time to find what we want. Right. And then we looked about 60 houses online, four physical showings we went to. And uh, on the fourth one, we couldn't believe it. We were like, oh, this this is everything. Sunken grotto tub? Yes, you know (laughs) Sex swing in the basement? Absolutely all of it. Fantastic. Yeah. And so so we we bought it, and now we don't want to leave. So... Even though it's cold, it's it's fantastic to be home, and uh, and you know I'm getting older, so being being on the road, you get excited. You go on the road. I've gone twice. Have you been excited? You're like, oh, yeah, I get to go, I to, get to, go to an airport. Oh, someone's gonna take care of me. I don't have to make my bed. Someone else does it. It's great. And then you get to be my age, and you're like, I just don't want to leave my stuff. Yeah. So um, so I, I work two weekends out of the month, and then I'm home, and. Uh, 
and it's been it's been pretty good. But I like winter. I'm built for winter, right? She's not. You're not. You couldn't handle it. Hey, what the, what are you trying to say about I'm me? I'm just right saying now? your tears will freeze. <laughs> yeah, you can't. That's that's how I warm my lips. Sometimes I just start crying. I, mean, I really feel like you just called me small. No, I just, I mean, it's its a, it's hate, a different kind of Oh, cold. I hate it. I, it's brutal. I can't stand it. Yeah. It's a different kind of cold. I, I My wife's from Milwaukee, and I go up there occasionally in winter, and I'm like, this is this is the worst. Was she at my show where no one was laughing? She was the, the leader of it all. Unbelievable. She was the leader of it all. Unbelievable. Uh, it's all my fault. Uh, let's, uh, let's make some money, and then let's end the weekend. I think you might be interested in this. Uh, Dr. Hot Dog. There is a there is a, a thrift store in Alabama where almost all lost luggage eventually ends up. It all gets sold there. It's called uh, Unclaimed Baggage, and it's a resale shop in in Alabama. Mm-hmm. You can go there, and anything that was never claimed or ended up, or they couldn't find it. You know, a lot of times the, the when you're flying, and uh, you fly everywhere now, don't you, Chad? You don't do. you don't drive anymore, do you? I can't. I don't have the patience for it. Yeah. Why would you? And, and it's also nice because. You're at a place in your career where you, you can afford it. It's rolled into the the budgets, and you get all the miles. Do you get do you get a lot of upgrades to the can first I, class? Can I tell you something? Are we on a time thing here? No, not really. No. Okay, because no. because so I got um, you can't get it with miles. Delta has to just give it to you. There's no way to ask them for it. They just they pick you and get it. It's called 360 Delta 360, and it's above all of the diamond, platinum, all that stuff. And I got it this year. And I was going to miss my connection because of de-icing. And this uh, woman was right outside in the jet bridge where the wheelchairs wait. And she had my uh, my name on a sign. And a wheelchair? And I go, <laughs> I go, uh, what's happening right now? And she goes, you're going to be late. We're going to take you. So we went down the luggage stairs. We didn't go into the airport. We went down the luggage stairs into a Porsche. And then they brought... Into a Porsche? And they brought me to the other gate... That I was what, what my other plane. So was you at. never went into went, the terminal. No, I went up the luggage stairs and right to my <laughs> seat. Such a prick. It was unbelievable. You're such a prick, well, dude. Listen, I fly way too much, and you know what they? You know what Delta gives you for being a million miler? They Pretzels. send you a model of a Delta airplane. <laughs> what? It's like, hey, remember all the stuff that you missed with your kids? Well, here's a it's reminder. A <laughs> I mean, unbelievable. I love that there's just a Porsche on the tarmac. Like, it was was it like a, a Porsche SUV or yeah, a, like a Cayenne? Oh, I did like the idea of maybe you being like in a 911 GTS or something, oh, yeah. and then Good doing they donuts. They don't allow those yeah. at the, the uh, airport anymore. <laughs> just doing donuts out on the tarmac. Let's just just dodge this stuff. Earl, morning. <laughs> Did you enjoy that? I loved it a lot. I don't know what's happening. That's just Earl. Earl comes in and checks your sheets, and we always yell his name when he comes in. I love it. I didn't like the idea that he wasn't part of the show, but we, you know what I mean? <laughs> He's I like, hey, it. everyone should be a part of the show. <laughs> There's no rules. Um, happy Friday. Uh, happy Friday to you happy as well, Friday, Earl. Earl. The, uh, the community loves you. Yeah. There's no, there's yeah, no I thought today. the same damn thing, Earl. There, well, Bob was out today. Well, blame so, it on Bob. Well, that's what I just did. <laughs> Bye, Earl. Bye. Hey, Earl. Somebody wrote me yesterday. I'm not going to give their name out, not because I'm being coy, but I don't remember it, okay? <laughs> they wrote me and they said, I love hearing Earl in the station. I've known Earl since he worked at another broadcast facility with me, and it just said, Earl knows where all the bodies are buried. Oh, no, someone called That's in off the, the air. Truth. <laughs> yeah, they said that you, know, uh, yeah. you know all the nasty stories. Mm. 
And I've got a few. Mm. <laughs> we need to have you in with, the, the, air. with <laughs> the voice decoder or whatever. Yeah, we absolutely. That should be a special podcast is just to have Earl tell us about all the politicians that need to be fired. In the shadow 60 minutes voice. Oh, okay. All right. In the shadow 69 <laughs> minutes voice. Weekend. Bye. Bye, Earl. <laughs> so just jointed today. That headed, headed in any direction. Uh, wait, do you get to fly first class? I do. Ooh. Does it feel fancy? No. No. <laughs> I mean, it feels fine. Well, but they've it's... diminished it, haven't they? <clears throat> I mean, you get, you know, meals and you get, uh, but you're also dealing with people that are in first class. Have you met those people? Are they a-holes? I don't know. They're not great. I've never been in first class. Yeah, so I so on the way down here, I was watching the new Mission Impossible movie, the newest one. Good. Uh, or just didn't is what it is. Well, I'll tell you. So <laughs> I start watching it, and it, you know how they always take the faces off, the masks? So I'm watching it, and then the guy next to me starts watching a little bit after me. So he's like two minutes behind me, <laughs> and then they early on they take a mask off. He sees it, starts shuffling in his seat, and fast forwards up to in front of mine. <laughs> so I'm like, not on my watch, dude. I don't even care about this movie. So I fast forward again. He fast forwards like, one more time. I, I, you, instead of fast forwarding, I push the little dot, you know, on the on the, the tracker time reader, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I pull it all the way to the end. <laughs> I'm like, no chance that you're doing this to me. So not gonna happen. No. So you watch Mission Impossible in under thirty minutes. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea. How does it end? Tell everybody out there. Go ahead and read it for them. I don't know. I was having too much fun. I didn't even watch the ending. (laughs) We were talking because as a joke, we decided to watch Golden Bachelor for the show. (laughs) Do you know what that was? I do. My my mom, uh, I text her because I couldn't get the football game on my Prime account last night. So I'm like, who is watching? Because it said you have too many videos. Your mom was watching the two-hour finale. So I go, hey, are you on Prime right now? She goes, nope, watching the Golden Bachelor, having a glass of wine and crying. (laughs) <laughs> this, is, this is also a woman that texted me two weeks ago and goes just watch the mo- movie Rudy I think you'd love it <laughs> I was like yeah the one from 93 yeah, yeah I've seen it seen it for free on cable the That's Lord of the Rings old. guy yeah. yeah right you ever seen Lucas another good football movie <laughs> slow clap yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you thank you for actually knowing slow it slow clap for the Letterman's jacket uh, I like it. It, it, Lucas they called him Leukoplakia which mm-hmm. is uh, cancer of the mouth those are the things that you know from uh, Locust they only come out sub- once every seven years a That's lot of right. things I learned from that movie <laughs> You know what else I learned? That uh, the, the popular kids aren't going to talk to you. And um, But yeah, this Golden Bachelor. Did you watch any of it? No. Thursday Night Football's always on. Dude, it was so good. We decided to watch it last night. I had to, ended up having to go to a doctor to go see it because I, I tore a rotator cuff. There's nothing, that's, there's nothing sexier and says more that you have become a middle-aged dad than um, I had to go to a doctor's appointment at 9.30 at night, emergency, because I'd torn my rotator cuff. What did you do? Pain. Uh, High fiving somebody over the gold. That's what I was going to tell you. <laughs> I was, I was reaching for my Centrum Silver. It was on a top shelf. <laughs> you can't take vitamins at night, dude. You're not going to sleep. I know. Come on. I know. What was I thinking? He's an Please. animal. He's. It keeps you. Up. <laughs> he was more animal than man. Hey, Dan, do vitamins really keep you up if you take them uh, before yeah, you go to bed? Absolutely. Oh, I always. I have a real problem sleeping. I take my vitamin right before I go to bed. Well, why don't you do this? And why don't you leave a note for your kids at night and take your vitamins in the morning? I don't have time. I don't have time for all. This is way too complicated. How do you know all this stuff? How do you know the rules? I don't know. I've just been living life, and I took a vitamin once at night, stared at the ceiling until morning, and I thought, well, I'm not going to do that again. (laughs) 
wrote my kid, uh, you know, kept getting up late, didn't write my kids' notes in the morning, and I thought, well, I'll just do it like I do the Tooth Fairy and Santa. I'll do it at night, and then I'll go to bed. Oh, I thought you were saying, get my wife to do it. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. I, this... I'm really, really, I'm furious at my wife because the very first Tooth Fairy thing. Yeah. Uh, well, we had it going for a little bit, and it were like these like silver dollars. And they were all the ones that I got when I was a kid for my oh. tooth. And then I was gone one time when my daughter lost a tooth. And my daughter didn't, my wife couldn't find whatever. And all she had in her wallet was twenty dollars. Oh, <laughs> that is a bad. That's a bad precedent. And she dosed the. And I was like, "What on earth?" If nothing else, daughter's going to go buy some pliers with those twenty dollars. Put yeah. a note. Put a note there that says, "You know, I was traveling. I'm traveling and seeing other kids, and couldn't bring you money tonight." Hey, you're but the I writer want you to the know family. that I'll be there tomorrow. Like, find something, because now you set a precedent. Right. There are a lot of teeth at $20 a piece. You guys are going to be ripping teeth like a meth head rips copper. Just. She, she, mm-hmm. spent it, she spent it all on, on, on vape cartridges already. She's gone nuts, right? Like, you can't do that. Anyway, they, they, the Golden Bachelor. The dude is 72, 73 years old. But he looks good, right? Yeah. Yeah, Big right. farmer from... I don't even know if he's a farmer. He's just a tall goofball from, like, Indiana or something, okay, right? And he's he's narrowed it down to these ladies. And he tells three of them that he loves them. Then he tells one to take a hike. And it's down to the two ladies. Oh. And they have a meeting in a private room. And he keeps saying, you know, I think for the sake of the experiment, I need to take this, rela- this relationship further tonight to know, you know, to really keep my mind open to the, to the possibilities. And then he... He's, you know, he gets Knocks up, the dust off that. Thing. Yes, he gets up in the, he gets up into one young lady's guts, right? And the next day, wait, time out. It says, "I love you." He's like, mm-hmm. it says, yeah. "I love you, I love you." How, and how, how young are these women? Seventy. Seventy. Oh, so they're the same age. Oh, because you really liked this for a second, didn't you? <laughs> no, didn't no, 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 you, Mr. I was going to say it was disgusting. <laughs> I think the woman was like sixty-six or something like that. Okay. okay. Has sex with her. Next day goes on a date, Gross. and he goes. Turns to the camera and goes, I owe it to the experiment to go on this date with this woman and, and, and go into the, the fantasy suite, they call it. He's like, I because otherwise I'm not give I'm not giving full credence to the experiment. See if you know yank. the experiment of reality television <laughs> where I as a seventy two year old man I'm going to date forty different women. Yes. Right. I owe it to because of this because of the higher calling of this ABC television show. I need to know if I'm going to enjoy having sex with this person for the rest of my life, which is only a couple years. Ten he years. It's important. Bangs both of these ladies and That's he tells amazing. them both I love you. I love you. I'm in love with you. Then, the next day, introduces the ladies to his family, his two daughters and his granddaughters. And they, and, and then one of them goes, he goes to see her for the very final date or whatever. He goes, sees one of the ladies for a final date, stays with her another night. Okay. Goes to stay with this other day. And she goes, I don't know. I just, something was kind of off. And he goes, uh, well, mm. And he hedges, and he goes, "No, everything's fine." And he's, and I'm like, "Oh my god, he is straight up being like a 20 year old dude." I was, like, just, I was just gonna say, it's nice to know that we learn nothing, nothing. from 15 oh, to 72. If you went on Twitter last night, Twitter was alive with a anti-Semitism because that's a mainstay for Twitter. Yeah, you have to. And secondly, it was literally woman after woman after woman. If you put in hashtag Golden Bachelor, everyone was just like. 
You mean to tell me that if I live long enough, men still ain't S? I mean, it was just over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Women disgusted by saying, oh, I thought men grew out. I thought my problem was I'm in my 20s, and eventually I'd meet a man who had grown out of this childish BS who can't just look me in the eye and say, I've chosen someone else. And when she said, because she says, I don't understand why, if you knew this in your head, why you would say to me, I love you, why would you, even if it's a television show, right. why wouldn't you as a man say, I can't introduce you to my children because the fact is, I felt like I was falling in love with you, but I realize I'm in love with this other woman, and I can't subject you to that because I'm a grown-up. Well, here's, here's for me, the problem is, you shouldn't subject your grandchildren to that, because that's confusing. Yeah. So oh, yeah. that's where I have the problem. I don't care about these two 66-year-old women. They should know better by now. But these grandkids, thats <laughs> let's talk about that. Thinking they're getting new grandmas. It was so good because and at some point, he goes, you know, this just breaks my heart. And at some point, she goes, quite frankly, I don't care about your feelings. And the, the yes. internet lit up with everyone going, yes, girl. Yes, Leslie. Tell but they were all just like, this is so real. And I can't believe that dudes are still absolute dip asses in their <laughs> 70s. They never grow up. All of our secrets have been spilled, dudes. All of them. ABC did it to us. Well, to be fair, this is a guy, A, from Indiana, and I will say it, and I'll stand by it, and B, who has to go on a dating show at 72. Well, he doesn't have to. His wife died. Yeah, His wife died. Suicide? <laughs> Suicide from how horrible of a man he was? <laughs> Am I not allowed? What happened? No, that's great. Okay. No, I think, It's actually what happened. Yeah. No, because she realized, oh, all men are the same. And she, she was just <laughs> yeah. like, I, I want off this mortal coil now. I'm done with this. I'm out. This is this bulla. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. And it was a really, and my wife was just like sort of stunned. And uh, I was like, yeah, I wish I had something else to say, but I can't. But it what is. was the right choice? What was the lady's choice? What do you mean? What, what did the ladies mean? want him to do? I think be honest. Be on, the yeah, other. Hey, can you be, could, you, could you be honest? I wish. Everybody lies. I mean, I don't know. See, what you're doing right now is you're proving Leslie correct, that men are, are, are kind of all the same. Like, hey, well, I mean, how, how can, why would I be honest to you? Everybody lies. And I think what she was saying is, I thought because you were so kind and gentle and grown up that you were going to not do that. How do I look in this outfit? How do you look when in that a, outfit? When a woman asks that. What do you mean? I, I think mean, you look. She says you're always honest with it. Me? Yeah. Well, if my wife asks, how does she look in that yeah, outfit? Yeah. Yeah. Of course, I uh, tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you? I, let me listen to this. I, I when I met my wife the night I met her, I told her that I was blind. And she does not know that I am sighted, and she doesn't ask me that question. She asks, how do I sound in this outfit? And I always say, lovely. <laughs> I haven't lied since February 23rd, 2016. 2016. Is that when you separated from your wife? That is when we sat down at the kitchen table and put everything on it. Yeah, I've heard you talk about this before. And yep. that was, you had a big kind of breakup. It's heavy. Yeah, so, uh, so it's been great. Because now, um, less people ask me, what did you think of my set? <laughs> uh, you know, and, and I, I, am, I am honest when when Kelsey will ask me like, "What do you think about this outfit?" I go, "I don't know. I don't think that that is the right one for this thing we're doing." So, I do that with my wife. Yeah, I think you have to. I actually, what I say to her is, I say, "I don't think that's the look that you're going for." Yeah, that's a smart one. Because let me tell you what happens. You say you look great, and then she goes out, and another woman goes, "Hey, what's with the 
and then it's immediate death stare right at you. Yeah. Well, no, I, one of the ones I say, too, is I say, Very good. I think I know what you're going for because the group we're going out with, and I don't. Here's my thing. I think too many of the ladies are going to be too similar to that. Yeah. And I think that what you want to do is you really want to stand out. So I think you should wear the outfit, the other one, you know, the one that <clears throat> fits. Yeah. I don't say that last part. <laughs> I don't say that last part. I'm a big, uh, I'm a big, you know, I think everything will put your dance away. Do you not like that? Do you not oh, like I'm when they I'm totally kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you didn't seem like that kind. You seemed like a pretty no. secure guy yeah, who wouldn't be like, what are you what? I'm like, yeah. I mean, I've seen, uh, I just saw the, I just saw the boob cam. Cleave cam, yeah. The cleave cam uh, on the, the, it's a very smart move. How do you keep people interested in foosball? <laughs> Boobs ball. <laughs> smart move. Yeah, it is a smart move. Smart move, Miss Cook. All right. Uh, talk to us about when's the second special going to come out that you, you you recorded two specials together a, just about a year ago, yep. l- a little over a year ago. Yep, in one night. And, and one uh, came out, what, September? Last one, week. one came out just last week. It was last week? Yeah. Called Mixed Reviews. It's on YouTube. You can go watch it. Uh, you know, a lot of people like it, so I'll tell you that. And then the second one got uh, bought by Netflix. Whoa. So I don't know when that's going to come out. But I'm recording again March 2nd in St. Paul. And so I'm hoping that they'll want that one because I think they're going to put it out in the summer. So I'm hoping I can switch. I'm hoping I can give them the new one, take the one that I already recorded, and then put that out immediately. And then they'll put the one I record in March. Oh, because they'll hold stuff it. for a while. Yeah, and you and want to have something out there and sooner. So I also think it'd be fun to put three specials out in nine months. Oh, God. You're such an a-hole. No, no, no. I think it would be... I know, but you're sitting in a room with other comics who are just like, come on, but man. But you also have to understand that I recorded these a year ago. I mean... Okay, I mean, I'll try three, to understand. 360 I'll try to understand that even it... That you came up with three hours of magic material in two years. Okay, I'll, I'll try to Not understand. Magic. <laughs> uh, no, but it's... Um, we'll see how the March 2nd one goes. I don't know how that's going to go, but... Um, the main thing is, if you're listening right now, I really do think you should listen to Mixed Reviews. It's so good. Well, thanks. It's very good. I love that you just start. There's no like now introducing chat. It's just jokes right away till the very yeah, end. Yeah, it goes it's right, so into good. The, right into the first story. Conscious decision to do that? Yeah. It's just, you know how sometimes you see the long walk? Right. You know, through New York City or whatever. <laughs> right. And then all of a sudden, then they walk on stage. You can't walk like, with those hips. Yeah, no <laughs> you chance. <laughs> no way. You've fallen too many times in your life. You can't <laughs> handle that. Uh right. So let's, uh, real quick, and then we're going to say goodbye to you here in a second. But uh, Sawyer Still, do you want to give us your long shot parlay of the week until we end every Friday? Yeah, sure. Uh, We'll do... uh, So Sawyer is addicted to gambling. Okay. And we're trying to encourage him to keep up that terrible habit. And uh, now you hit off the beginning of the season, you got five parlays in a row. People went crazy and they were like, they would get furious. They were like, why aren't you talking about the parlays earlier? I need to hear the parlays so I can get into my bookie. They really, And then right then when everyone believed that you were the parlay guy, you've now blown five in a row. Yeah. You are very... You Turns are, out they're long shots for a reason. You are, you are the Bitcoin of parlays, mm-hmm. right? Right when everybody threw their money in it, it's but going hey, to But hey, we're at our low right now, so buy in. Okay. Um, it's championship weekend in college football. So I'm going to take four of the championship games. Obviously, like Texas over Oklahoma State. Uh, Van Gundy has had Texas's number, but uh, Texas is going to win that one. Big 12. They want to go to the college football playoffs. Is this because you're from here? 
<laughs> Don't blow up my spot. Uh, Texas over Oklahoma State, uh, mainly because Oklahoma sucks. Uh, I think Oregon is going to beat Washington. Washington's look shaky. Oregon keeps getting stronger as the season goes along. Uh, Nick Saban is not going to lose again to Kirby Smart. I'm going to take Alabama over Georgia. Wow. And then the big is one. Is anybody else? Nobody else is going to take that. Interesting. Uh, yeah, not really. But Jalen Milrose really come on since yeah, that Texas has. game. Do you, and know, do you know what the line is for Alabama? Five. Okay. Five. And then uh, the last one is a line that's moved significantly this week is I'm going to take the Louisville Cardinals over Florida State. Uh, there's theory that Florida State might be down to their third string quarterback yes. now. Guy took a huge hit last week. Yes. Plus, Louisville wins. That gives Texas his best chance. I'm just hoping here, all right? So uh, that's all we got is hope. But that's a, that's a plus 734 right there. So, I mean, that's a pretty good payday. You lay $25 on that. Uh, what am I getting if I lay 25 on that? That's going to be... Sorry, I just made you to do math that I thought you already had written down, and now no, I look like an idiot. Of course I don't. Um, right. 25 pays out 184. That's great. Yeah. Then you could buy lunch next time. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to switch one of these picks real quick. After hearing that uh, <laughs> Sawyer is taking Alabama over Georgia, I'm just going to have to let everybody know that he also let us know on a break that uh, he was electrocuted this week. Yeah. Oh, so, that's true. I forgot that you got you shocked at work. You 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 cross streams on two wires or something, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I backed in on doing plumbing. <laughs> the guy goes, "I don't know why this neutral wire has any uh, power going to it." And I was like, "Me neither, buddy. I was the one on top of the ladder." <laughs> I would just be careful taking that one. <laughs> well, congratulations to you. Uh, we got to get out. We will welcome Bob back. Remember, our tickets are on sale right now for Cap City Comedy. Uh, our special live show happening December thirteenth. You can pick up those tickets. Twenty bucks. And uh, shows at 7.30, which is a little earlier than they do most of their shows. But remember, we want to get you out of there at 9 because we know that you're old and decrepit as well and that you're work-a-day people. And uh, we'll see everybody. Uh, Chad, thanks for stopping in. If thanks you're going to be in San Antonio for no reason, are you at LOL this week? Is that where you yes, are? Yes, correct. If you're going to be down in San Antonio, you're going to have to see uh, relatives down there or you're going to go see uh, the lights or whatever. Do yourself a huge favor, slip in and see Chad at LOL in San Antonio. Uh, even if you're not slipping in there, you can go check out his newest special, Mixed Reviews, on Netflix. It's Chad Daniels. And I, I'm, this one's on YouTube. I'm sorry. That's what I meant, is, okay. is YouTube. And uh, I, what I'm telling you right now is absolutely fantastic. And if you've ever raised children and you want to hear somebody talk about raising children, not in a twee, goofy, luscious way, if you want to hear a man tell his son, hey, drive safe. Don't rape. Uh, you, he's fantastic for that. <laughs> Everybody have a great weekend. We out. See you. Bye, Chew.